Hi, this is Larry Hama, and you're listening to Star Joe's Podcast. Star Joe's Podcast, episode 27. You have a sexy phone voice. I'm your host, Ryan. Well, thank you very much. And I'm Chuck. Oh, okay. And uh, speaking of sexy phone voices, how'd you like that beginning there? That was the sexiest phone voice I've ever heard. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> that was cool. That was wicked awesome. That was the, that was one of the best things that ever happened to the show. Yeah, we got a special gift, is how it was presented to us. Oh, it's a gift. For, oh, yeah. Definitely. From definitely. Dr. Quest. The good doctor. He went to Joe Con. Yes, he did. And he just so happened to meet Larry Hama and was nice enough to say, hey, could I, I assume he said, hey, could you say this for her? I thought Larry was a big fan of the show and saw Dr. Quest and like, hey, do you mind if I you know, record this for the guys? I'm, I'm highly doubting that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't I don't think Larry Hama knows we exist. Yeah, it probably went your way. Right. <laughs> But uh, dream. It's but that dream. that was very cool. Uh, yeah, thank you very much. Thank you for going out of your way. That was that was yeah. awesome. I have sent out a request to Doctor Quest, saying uh, asking him for information so I could put him on our Jedi Council. And Instant it's, Jedi Council. Yeah, and it's as easy as that, folks. Yeah, it's that easy. So all you have to do is uh, yeah, get uh, us a big celebrity. Yeah, Bill, just mail that package, and it's that easy. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, now what? Now the challenge out to the listeners is to get someone to get George Lucas. Oh my God, that is my Lucas, right? Ham well, Ham is my Lucas. I understand that Lucas is your Lucas, right? Lucas is my Lucas. Nice, but not Lucas from ET. Not Lucas from no, no offense, <laughs> no offense. But you're better than the couch. But better than the couch, not as big as George. Not as big as George. No. <laughs> so. Uh, and this is going to be a special treat episode for a lot of our listeners because... We brought candy! Well, no. No. Oh, no. Because for once, they might actually get to hear more from you. Yeah, I'm, I'm leading this shindig. And you want to explain to them why they might hear from more, more from you this episode? Because I'm the chain! No. Yeah. That's not the reason that's, why. That's totally the reason. That's not the reason why. Why are they going to well, hear more information from you this episode? Oh, yeah. I, I did a little research and came prepared today. Yeah. We're talking 12, 13 pages of information here, folks. <laughs> took a little bit of the burden off of me for one. Oh, yeah. Look at that. So, so I, I'd like to applaud you for... Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So, uh, But before we uh, get into the whole episode here, what, what have you been up to? We've, we've all yeah. both been up to a lot. Well, so. it's, it's been a lot. Um, actually, went to Pittsburgh on April 2nd for my fantasy baseball draft, so that was great. Drove down that day, did the draft, drove back. 
Then we had my birthday, which was April 9th. That was great. Everybody who said happy birthday yeah. on Facebook, thank you very yeah. much. Happy birthday. Everybody who provided gifts, that was great. Thank you very much for that. I appreciate that. Speaking of which, I presented you a small gift. Yes. Uh, G.I. Joe, Rise of Cobra, Agent Helix uh, figure I did not have after reading the comic book I did want. So thank you very much for that. I appreciate yeah. that. And then uh, here's a little bit bigger gift for you. Oh, great. Thank you very much. I did, not, I did my own wrapping job there with In the bubble wrap. Bubble wrap. Nice. Oh, the Batman. Thank you very much. Yeah. DC Universe classic Batman figure. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. That's the one, that one. Yeah, that's the one that it originally, when it originally came out, was a Walmart exclusive. Mm-hmm. It was where he's all black. All black, yeah. With the yellow symbol. Mm-hmm. And then they did an all-star version of him, and this is the all-star version, which is also right. hard to find in stores. One, luckily, one of our local comic shops yeah, I did not have actually had it so available. Thank you very so. much. I just had the black, or the blue and the uh, gray one. Yeah, and I knew that that was really your favorite costume for Batman, so... Oh, yeah, the blue and the gray? Well, no, the uh, the, the all-black. All black. I, so. I like it. I like Thank you very much. I really so, appreciate that. Yeah. Did not have to do that, but I'm glad you did. Hey. And speaking of people who did not have to do when they did, I got a package mailed to us from uh, Starfighter. Yeah. Uh, dude, thank you so much. I know I put it on Facebook. I want to just address it on the show. The generosity from this guy is unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, multiple, multiple gifts included in there. I don't want to say what it was, maybe just embarrass him on the show or nothing like that, but, dude, you didn't have to do all that. That was really, yeah. really good. And um, I, I actually reaped some of the benefits. You benefited from that. I benefited <laughs> from that. There was a couple of open figures in there. Uh, Superman, yeah. Batman, my kid benefited from that. Because <laughs> he was at the table with me when I opened it. He goes, that's mine. <laughs> and uh, I'm not going to pull it out of the hands of a three-year-old. So no. I, I do thank you sincerely from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Thank you very much. That yeah. was totally, totally really cool of you. And and I deserved it, but it was totally <laughs> uncool of you. That was that was great, super super nice. What'd you deserve it for? I'm the champ. Oh, okay, but thank you sincerely. Thank you for everything. I want to know how you sent the fantasy football. Uh, yeah, you know the, the the prizes. That was great. Thank you guys. Very very cool league. Very honorable of you guys to do that. And everybody with the birthday wishes and the, the birthday gifts. Thank you again. That yeah. was that was very nice. How old are you now? Thirty six. Wow, almost forty. Uh, on, the, <laughs> on the wrong side of that number there. I have not achieved that number yet. Later this year, later this year. <laughs> I know, it's it's getting there. Speaking, um, speaking of the wrong side of 30, yes. Um, G.I. Joe is celebrating 30 years of G.I. Joe, so there was yeah. some information out of Joe Con. Nice. So I have some information covering that later cool. on, too. So Cool. Uh, and uh, you also went to the toy show recently. Yes. Uh, also mentioning that, I went to the Columbus Area Toy Show, which was on... Um, April 10th, which was right. the day after my birthday, so I had some birthday bucks. So I took it down there, me and a uh, forum member, Wolfmanzy Nick. Uh, we, we drove down together, bought uh, some stuff. I put it on Facebook, our pictures yep. on Facebook of what I bought. A couple of He-Man stuff like that. I uh, actually got Prince Adam, Orco exclusive. Not the San Diego exclusive, the color change, but just a regular one. Right. Uh, also got uh, Vicor, yeah. the Conan, He-Man. Got some Star Wars stuff. Uh, it was a really good time. Had a, had a had a ball. Ran into the illustrious Ken Diesel again. Right. Uh, he was uh, selling some items there for uh, one of his uh, friend's cousin's brothers. Sorry, did not remember who you were selling for. Uh, I think his name was Aaron. Um, out of Roma Collectibles. So that's uh, www.roma r o m a collectibles dot com. Check it out. They specialize in GI Joe stuff. But funny enough, after Joe Con, they were actually selling Marvel. Uh, Legends. Legends figures. Right. Yeah. Which I was looking for a few of those, and yeah. I gave you just like a few bucks and said, hey, can you... Give me what you can get. <laughs> get here's some I'm looking for, and, right. and you found uh, 
Yellow Jacket. Yeah, Yellow Jacket. Quicksilver. Uh, Wolverine. Wolverine. Yeah. So, uh, Iceman. Iceman, yeah. So he was those, there too, yeah. Yeah, so those were some of the ones I was looking for. And, uh, yeah, so I actually had uh, not so fun of time recently. I had my dishwasher breakdown. Yeah, that sucks. And luckily, it was, the dishwasher was something we wanted as a Christmas gift from my in-laws. So they gave us some money so we could buy a new one. Not a replacement. That's right. Sure. The problem was we waited till now to actually replace it. So it actually broke on us. So guess who got to be the dishwasher for like a week and a half? Well, you did, of course. Sure, of course. Sure. I did used to do that as a job. So, <laughs> so well, you had experience. So I had experience, yeah. So I had that uh, this morning. My dog woke up, and I was supposed to take her to the groomer this morning. And good thing we were, because she got a bunch of crap stuck on her backside. So I had to give her a bath this morning. Nice. I just felt like I couldn't get clean enough after that was over. So <laughs> dog rolling into poo. Yeah. So so it hasn't been too kind to me lately. But uh, well, that's good. But overall, I've been having a ball. Right. So evidently, we're a little yin, yin and yang there. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. But uh, but over, I mean, overall things have been good. Things oh yeah, good. yeah. Every, so. Everything everything's been really well. Um, again, had a good time at the uh, birthday celebration. Uh, got a little drunk on that. Yeah. Drank something called Four Loco. Don't know if you've ever heard of it. I have Drank not. It. It's a, it's a can of uh, alcoholic beverage. It's kind of fruity flavor, different flavors. Right. And I guess it's twelve percent alcohol by volume. Yeah. It tastes like gasoline if you nice. drink it straight and don't mix it with don't something. Go, don't, don't go drink, near a match. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> But I got the orange one, and if you cut it with some orange crush or some sunkissed, it's actually pretty good. Okay, so that was pretty good. So you just keep mixing stuff till it's like, oh, this is good. Keep, I'll, yeah. I'll drink this. Oh yeah, yeah. Just That's keep, usually what I do. Yeah, and then by the time you finish the can, you know, you got half a two liter drink too. Right. So. Oh, I was feeling pretty good. And, and plus, once you've had enough, it doesn't matter what it tastes like. No, and not at all. No. <laughs> so, all right. Well, let's. Uh, Without further ado, because we have a lot of stuff to cover. Big jam-packed show, guys. So, like I uh, said, I've got, I've got some stuff to <laughs> Some comic books. Uh, Larry Hammer stopped by to say hi. Thanks, Larry. <laughs> Thanks, so Larry. let's get into some listener feedback here, and let's get into the Jedi Holocron. Let's do it. Jedi Holocron. All right, so uh, I mentioned Iceman. Yeah, yeah. And uh, just so happens we had a new forum poster. Spider-Man? Uh, no. no. <laughs> Firestar? No. No. Not the Amazing Friends. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, he was one of the Amazing Friends. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was uh, Iceman Dan. Iceman Dan. He posted, and I don't know if he's posted in the past. I think he has, but he may have disappeared when the whole forum thing went down last year. Well, he's back. But he's back, but he we're one of the first ones that he's posted on recently. Great, that's all that matters. Then we also had True Dead Man. Yes. And he posted some stuff, and he's been very active on the forum, so that was really cool. Of course he is. The the more active you guys are, the more we'll interact with you. The, the better it is. And we all have fun as a big community. Oh, yeah, so, definitely, definitely. So that was cool to see some new posters, because we really haven't had too many new ones yeah, all at one new, time. New posers are good. Right, exactly. Uh, we also had some... Uh, uh, speaking of Dr. Quest, who was kind enough to uh, send us... Uh, Larry Hammer, yeah, the, my, my favorite, my favorite contributor. <laughs> right. So far. He also sent us an email. Well, good, read it. And he says, "I have a question for you two. Ah, uh, crap. I listen and have been on a on a comic podcast called Obsessive Comic Disorder. It's a fun show put on by two new comic book readers, Chris, not him, because Doctor Quest is Chris, and Kathy. It's nice to listen to their non jaded reviews of comics. The book of the month for April is Max Brooks' GI Joe Hearts and Minds trade paperback." I've read that. We wanted to know... Yeah. Well, we covered it on the show. I've read that. 
Go ahead. Issue by issue. I've read that. Go ahead. So he says, we wanted to know if you two could be on the show to talk about it. Well, hell yeah. He goes, I think it would be great to have you guys on, given your history with Joe Comics. Kathy picked this book because she loves Max Brooks. Okay. Not because she's a Joe fan. Ah. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> we'll take it. And uh, he says, I think your, your views would be great balance to the show. So we are actually supposed to hook up with them a little later tonight. Awesome. And we're going to be their special guest. For once, we're the special guest. Nice. So Membership has its privileges. Right. And speaking of being special guests... Sure. Our forum buddy, Quaker, yeah. has, he has a show called Quack Talk. He does. And he asked for a little snippet from us right. because he was also reviewing Hearts and Minds. So He's he asked, very popular. Yeah, so he asked for a little review on that, and that episode just came out, which was... His season six, episode six. Yeah, I'm all over the internet today, buddy. Yeah, you are. I'm getting to be famous. Yeah. What, what is this you getting to be famous? Well, I was on his show. Right. So was I. Oh, you were there? Right, I was there. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think of it as we are getting famous. Oh, oh well, I like to think it was me. Yeah, I'd like to think that I'm going to kick your ass when you walk out of here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> what so. am I missing? I don't know. Um, but he does, a, he does a nice short show. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's very professional. I like the editing. It's very yeah. Good. He yeah. does he does a very um, cleaned up yeah show. Oh yeah, yeah. He, it's, it's great uh, sound effects. Yeah, inserted some uh, old eight bit NES classic yeah. sounds in there. And then, and I actually the thing I really liked was he actually read the spirit part of uh, Hearts and Minds mm-hmm. and actually inserted sound effects to go with it. So yeah. it was almost like reading or hearing the audio version of the comic, like book on tape. Yeah, book on tape. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, that was that was really nice, and I also learned some about some music that I didn't know about. So right, you guys can get some knowledge dropped on you there. And it's about a twenty-five minute show. It's not real, not too terribly long. Not no, real long. No, so if you all. got a few minutes, check it out. That's yeah, Quack Talk. Quack Talk. So uh, so that was cool. Uh, we also got another email uh, from a guy named Sam, and his email address I loved was. I'm not going to give the full address, but just the, the name portion of it was... Oh, just do it. Give his phone number, too. No. He had numbers and everything else after this, but it was Soulfly Jedi. Nice. So that was cool. But he says, hey, guys, my name's Sam. I'm from... Soulfly Buc- Jedi number one, so just email him. <laughs> no, it's Spam not. Him up. Okay. Was it was not. I'm sorry. Uh, he said, my name's Sam. I'm from Buffalo, New York. I'm a big uh, Master of the Universe fan. Nice. But we I need love- more you guys on the forums. No, we don't. Yes, we do. He says, but I love all the other 80s properties as well. Motu for life. He goes, I just started listening to your podcast about a week, and I'm nearing the end of the RIP uh, RIP Bazooka episode. Nice. I really enjoy your show, and I find that we have a lot of similar interests. It's a classic. I don't know if you've heard about this yet, but back to the episode about the voice actors, I want to point out that on the Filmation Masters of the Universe, the four actors that you mentioned pretty much did all the voices on the show and the writers loved putting them in situations where they had to do multiple characters simultaneously. Mm. Next on to my question, I'm assuming that you that all the G.I. Joe DVDs recently released by Shout were all of the Sunbow episodes and I wanted to ask if you guys knew anything about the DIC stuff going out uh, going to DVD. And uh, yeah, the the dick stuff. Right. <laughs> the bad stuff. The, the dick stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I just uh, emailed him back and told him that uh, the stuff that's right. out now is the Sunbow stuff. There was a message and an image that was on our forum someone posted. I forget who, so I'm sorry about that. I think it was Dr. Quest. Might be, yeah. Um, that said, uh, the DIC stuff is actually coming to DVD soon. Right. So keep an eye out for that. I know I'll be buying it, even though it was horrible. It yeah, I'll pick, I'll pick it up because I don't think I actually watched G.I. Joe after the movie. 
No, you didn't see. I the, think I the gave up stuff. after the movie. <laughs> yeah, I never saw the dick stuff. The dick stuff was not good. <laughs> so I'll be interested to check that out. Yeah, so. you want to check out the dick? No, <laughs> that's what you just said. No, maybe it's because it has a sexy phone voice. Whoa! <laughs> but uh, the I, I liked hearing Shot. I liked hearing about how the writers would purposely force the actors to speak to themselves. <laughs> right, right, and that's that's commonplace with the actors. They just do multiple different voices and. To see them, you know, you don't stop and think about it when you're watching because you're right. visually focusing on the cartoon. But, you know, the sorceress, Tila Eva Lynn, was pretty much all the same character, yeah. you know, Queen Marlena. But can you imagine, like, you record yourself playing a role and then you listen back to that because you have another role to play. So you're listening to yourself and you have to respond to yourself. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> but yourself is doing another voice that you don't normally do. So. Sure, sure. Understandable, but still weird. Oh, yeah. So, yeah definitely. Uh, we also had a post on Twitter from Victor. Nice. Who said, the only reason I got through the Masters of the Universe movie was because of your commentary. He says, that movie sucked so bad. Wow. <laughs> I actually like that movie. Thanks, Victor. I know you do. <laughs> I thought since we were talking about Masters of the Universe there. Throw so that in there. Throw that in there. <laughs> uh, we did have some voicemails. Just from various things, so I'm just gonna yeah. A, a Victor, get uh, Bill or Will or William or whatever his face is to mail me my package. <laughs> that yeah, he didn't he say to us that he was uh-huh. right after we were oh, done yeah. recording. Oh yeah, he was going to the post office many episodes ago and mailing it out that day. Right, it hasn't come yet. And that was when, like, what was it, Martin Luther King Day or something like hey, that? Yeah, because we had the day off. We had the day off from work. Yeah. Um. At this point in time, dude, just save it for Super Show. <laughs> yeah, we'll see it at Super Show. Now, if he doesn't bring it to Super Show... It ain't coming. I'm going to hurt him. <laughs> nice. Violence and physical threats. Right. And again, it's not... It's, it's more because this package has become a thing now. Yeah. I, I almost don't really care what's in the package anymore. <laughs> well, I, I feel that it's... We, we're owed that. Right. Sure. At this point. And we're owed more. Sure. Just by putting up with this nonsense. Right. I'm talking about the interest, the juice, the vig. <laughs> I need something extra for this delay. I thought he already put extra in there. I need more. Jeez, you're greedy. Well, that was at Martin Luther King Day. This is extra. Yeah, this is more. What is today? The you're, 12th? You're greedy. Yes. What's the, the 12th, right? <laughs> April the, 12th. No, today's the 13th. 13th? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's one Look more at that. Day. It's one more day. One more day. Uh, one more day. <laughs> one day more. You know Les Mis? Les Mis? No. No? Okay. I was going with Spider-Man. No, nah, I was going with... Right. I was going with the Broadway of play, play that's were. been around for a while. Sure. It's good. My place is here. I fight with you. One day more. I will join these people's hands. I will One day more. Go ahead, Fruity Pants. Play oh. the message. <laughs> right. You don't like Broadway shows? Play the message. I know you do. That's why you're not going to admit it. Shut up. <laughs> you liar. So what? You can't prove nothing. I didn't say nothing. 
You just admitted it. Ah. <laughs> All right. So we had uh, Slick McFavorite. Ah, Slick, open your toys.com. That's right. So he left us a message. Here he is. Hey guys, it's uh, Slick from Open Your Toys Cast. I just wanted to drop in and, and address the, the Green Lantern controversy here in the last episode. Uh, being a huge Green Lantern fan myself, I found it incredibly invaluable to watch uh, the Green Lantern history that you guys reference that's available via YouTube. Um, I only really picked up Green Lantern uh in a complete sense since rebirth. So it was great to find out all of those details, some of which I'd been uh, misinformed about from Green Lantern's past. Uh, but I, I gotta, I gotta agree with Ryan for once, or not maybe for once, but uh, for a rare occasion. Uh, I believe John Stewart works great as a Green Lantern. And I understand that I have the biggest issue about reboots and totally putting new characters in in the place of old characters uh ripcord <laughs> rise of cobra but uh i think john stewart works i think green lantern takes the uh the best case scenario in regard to how to reboot series how to move on with new storylines i mean you consider take a look at you know some of the most iconic superheroes in our time and their reboots are just awful you know the way they describe them with alternate universes and blah 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 while uh green lantern has a lot of cosmic you know let's say a uh, cosmic appeal still there's there's sectors there's people that police those sectors those people change, people retire, they move on, they bring new ones on. And that is, that is a brilliant idea to reboot series. And that's why I see Green Lantern just essentially going on forever. So thank you guys so much for pointing me towards the Green Lantern history. That was amazing. Corrected some of the fallacies I've heard in the past. And I love your show. I'm, I'm still not caught up on the comics, so I'm still not keeping up with your, uh, comic reviews, but, uh, I, I, I love your lists. I love your reviews. The banter at the beginning, of course, is amazing. Uh, being a fellow podcaster, it's like, like you guys said, you're one of my first listens when you show up on my iPod. Uh, so keep up what you're doing. Again, this is Slick with Open Your Toys. Peace. I love right. that man. Oh yeah. He's, oh yeah. He he again like with rock yeah. where I I heard the voice and I was like that's what I put with rock. I hear that voice and I go that's slick. Slick. That's <laughs> slick. Yeah. Yeah. The whole part except that he agrees with you. But I like that part. I, of course you do. That's my favorite part. I was gonna loop that. Loop that. Right. The beginning of the show. Right. Just, I'm going to agree. With I'm going to agree with Ryan. I'm going <laughs> to agree with Ryan. I'm going nice. to agree with Ryan. Yeah, um, thanks uh, for chiming in there, Slick. We certainly appreciate it. I, I know I listen to your guys' podcast all the time, you and the wife. Um, I just uh, did the 50th episode. I know you guys got a couple more out after that, um, halfway through 51. Yeah. But 50 is a good jumping on point for you guys at OpenYourToys.com. They recap their whole, um, how they met and what got them into collecting toys and stuff like that. And it, it, it's a good listen. Um, cool. Good, good, good. Podcast if you're into toy collecting. Yeah. So. I like that he's a fan of Green Lantern. 
that that was cool. Now, oh, you want to tell the listeners too? Uh, what is something you finally admitted that you would give a chance to to reading? Oh, uh, the Green Lantern Secret Origin. Yeah, I finally got Chuck to sit down and say, "I will read a Green Lantern story if you give me a good one." Yeah. So I figure a good place to start you the was origin. the Secret Origin. There it is. It's the new revamp of like this is Hal Jordan's origin. So I'm going to read it. So and if provide you, some feedback. Right. And if you don't like it, like I told you, you'll be wrong. Nice. <laughs> no, no. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll read it. I'll give it an yeah. honest view, look, honest look. It just, I always liked, you know, how Jordan is as a character. It's just I never really understood the Lantern Corps, or yeah. it was like a second tier character for me as far and as I, Justice League. And I've got news. I just like the costume and the look of the character. I got some sad news for Bill at over at ATM, who Kyle Rayner is his favorite, yeah. and I love Kyle Rayner. Don't okay. get me wrong. All right. But I know nothing about this, so if this ends up being a spoiler at the end, yeah, it's just alert. it's just my guess. This yeah. is my guess. But no inside knowledge. They did say that one of the four human lanterns is probably not going to survive. I have a feeling it's going to be Kyle. Kyle, huh? They think it's going to be Guy Gardner okay. over at ETM. Here's the reason I think it's going to be Kyle, especially now. Uh, June solic- July solicitations came out, okay. which take place after the War of the Green Lanterns. Okay. Okay? The cover of Emerald Warriors... Has Guy Gardner on it. The cover to Green Lantern Corps uh-huh. has John Stewart on it. Okay. The cover to Green Lantern Hal, ha- Hal Jordan on it. Okay. Who's missing? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Now I know they killed him recently. I think he's going to jump off a bridge. If they kill him. <laughs> I know they. I know they killed him recently, and he came back like the next issue. Yeah. I think that may have been a feint of like. Uh-oh. Teasing people like, Uh-oh. oh, he didn't get, get killed, ready. and now he is gonna get, yeah. get killed. Now I love Kyle Rayner, but you know, sorry, just saying, throwing that out there. That's my. Yeah, pre- I know. I listened to their episode, and they were talking about maybe John Stewart being the new Yellow Lantern. Yeah, I and don't possibly they don't think that Kyle's gonna get killed because of the the issue that they did while ago yeah. when they killed him and then brought him back. So they're thinking maybe it would be Guy Gardner who yeah. would get killed. Because there's no way they're gonna kill Hal Jordan. No, they're not gonna kill Hal Jordan. But like I said, I saw the covers to the issues, and these are all issues that come out after War of the Green Lanterns. Yeah. And the other characters are all there. And the, right. the snippet about, like, each character is in the description. Okay, yeah. Kyle's not mentioned. Hey, there you go. And that I... tells me he's dead. I personally think <laughs> Guy Gardner is going to end up being the Yellow Lantern. Really? Because he's had a history of being other lanterns. Mm-hmm. He's been a, a, a yellow... yellow yeah. Well, he hasn't been a yellow ring. lantern, but he, he had, had a yellow ring, ring yeah. at one time yeah. for a long time. And... Again, the cover to Emerald Warrior shows Guy Gardner crawling on the ground towards his green ring, which means he doesn't have it on his hand anymore, mm. which means he could be a different Or lantern. it means it could be he's dying. That too. So maybe. And he's been a Red Lantern before. There you so. go. But anyways, we're not a Green Lantern podcast. Yeah. Why are we talking about this? <laughs> because Slick brought it up. Good, good, good move, Slick. Thanks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let's get back on topic. All right. So we also had Chewy Toys call in and uh, he left us a message. Gentlemen, it's Chewy. It is uh, about quarter after eight on a Thursday evening. Just calling to see how things are going. Listening to the current podcast. Wanted to tell you guys great work as always. Uh, I post on the Facebook page. I've been uh, putting back together some old Transformers. I put together Devastator, Bruticus, Omega Supreme. Uh, this evening I'm going into um, some some other of my uh, my plastic goodness that is Generation 1 Transformers. Uh, sounds like uh, Chuck, at least, is a big drinker, uh, or at least enjoys having a good time. 
Uh, Ryan, I know that I've met you on occasion. Uh, hey, when you guys want to get together, let me know, and uh, we'll go out and we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll party it up. Star Joe's podcast, pal. All right, talk to you guys later. Keep up the great work. Have a good one, guys. Bye. Bye. All right, so that's uh, Chewy. Uh, we, we circled back to toys. Woo! And beer. <laughs> and beer. Nice. Uh, yeah, uh, Chewy, we're going to get a drink on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not a beer drinker. I'm going to drink. I, I'm a liquor. And, I'm uh, a liquor drinker. At Super Show, when I met uh, the illustrious Ken Diesel again, saw right. him. We're going to drink with him at Super Show too. Okay. We ain't going back home sober. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. You're not going back home sober. Word. One of us has to drive. One of us is going to get naked. <laughs> I'm thinking it's going to be the drunk one. It's going to be me. <laughs> I'm almost going to guarantee I'm, I'm going to be sloshed. I'm sharing a room with you, dude. I'm not taking care of your ass that night. No, dude, I don't need no help. I can drink. Well, I know you don't need any help. You'll you'll sleep outside the door if I need to. Whatever, dude. (laughs) You won't care at that point. I won't care. (laughs) You can sleep in the tub. I've done it. That's fine. You might be doing it again. (laughs) No problem with that, sir. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, that was cool. I, he did, I did see the pictures plus the video he had posted on Facebook of the toy collection that he's been piecing back together. Yeah, a lot of people were selling um, loose Constructicons to build a Devastator yeah. at the Columbus Toy Show, so. and I think I saw a whole set of them, I want to say for 75 bucks. Wow. It wasn't that bad. So uh, It's kind of bad. <laughs> well, I mean, for loose Constructicons with all the, you know. Sure. I'm not, I'm, I understand, but I'm saying is I compared to what they were. Yeah, I don't know out. what they were when they came out as a whole complete set. Maybe were I bought them fifty bucks. I don't know. I bought them individually. Okay, so, so I mean, well, I didn't buy them. I your got, parents bought yeah. them. Sure, I got them as gifts and stuff like that. But, but I mean, they were really good looking. They were, you know, they weren't you know junky and played with. They were nice. No, they new were nice. samples. So sure, they were, they were that's cool. Good. Very cool. But yeah, I mean, G one Transformers. Those are the those are the best Transformers in my opinion. I, I love G ones. Oh yeah. Um, there is no other one. There's some other Transformers that are good out there, but G ones are those are the good. Ones. Not many. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. There, well, G one characters. Let me put yeah, it that way. Yeah, generation one characters. Yeah, there's there's other characters I like, uh, but yeah, G G one is like the ultimate one. Oh yeah, that's so. because that's that's the that's the original ones. That's right. the stuff we grew up with. Right. All right. I uh, got a mystery voicemail at at least at first. I didn't know who this was at first. So so uh, let me go ahead. Mystery voicemail. Yeah, let's go ahead and uh, play this here. You guys are fucking hysterical. I listen to your podcast and I just laugh and laugh and the arguments that you guys have are almost better than the podcast than than the uh, the things you're talking about, frankly. But I don't know. I'm just calling because a friend of mine's in Florida for the uh, GI Joe convention right now. He's picking up some of the exclusives for me, like the box set, because uh, I couldn't go to the JoeCon for lots of different reasons. But um, yeah, I'm. I'm uh, I'm actually kind of curious what you guys take on the uh, Python Patrol and the uh, and the the uh, Mission Brazil shows. I'm talking the originals and what you guys think of the exclusives that they're doing in the 25th style. But I'm looking forward to getting those because Python Patrol was one that eh, I had them when I was a kid and I didn't care all that much about them. But seeing the GI Joe Collectors Club versions and I'm going back to thinking the Python Patrol was actually really fucking cool. And uh I never had any of the Mission Brazil stuff in 1986. And uh it's the Internet that turned me on to how cool that was. And I really just love what the club did with, uh especially Claymore and Dial Zone. But 
Yeah, just curious what you guys actually think of those subsets. Subsets in general, Night Force, Tiger Force. I hate Tiger Force. They're ugly. But, um, yeah, really just kind of, uh, you guys have never actually mentioned it. So, yeah, just curious what you guys think of that and your takes. And huh, maybe you guys will get a couple of arguments out of it. So, keep up the good work. I discovered OpenYourToys.com because of your podcast. So, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely uh, keep keep up what you guys are doing because, frankly, the format of your show is awesome. So look forward to every episode. Take it easy. Bye. All right. So yeah, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> it it he, he sounded like maybe he he had a couple before he called. Good, which is awesome. I need more drunk calls. Absolutely. But uh, those are my people. Sure. Those are the those are the people. People's people. Right. My kind of people. How I don't understand well, how I'm you, not one of those people. You, sir, are... You, you think you're above us. No. The common man. No. That, I'm the people's champ. No, that's you. <laughs> you oh, yeah, you yeah. think you're above the people. Wait a minute. You might be right on this. Right. But anyway. You're the diva. That's true. So you, I'm not going to deny that. Divas, but, divas think they're above others. That is, that, that is true. I'm okay. not going to deny that. But I represent the common man. In what way? Because <laughs> whether I'm styling or whether I'm profiling, woo, you gotta love it, baby. Wow. The champ is in the building. I want to know when that It's has, not. Has Until run its somebody course. beats me next year, I'm gonna it's beat, not. I'm going to beat you in about five you minutes. You can't. <laughs> the football season, they got a lockout. Dude, this thing could go on another year. No, I'm saying I might physically beat you in about oh. five minutes. Fisticuffs. <laughs> um, yeah, apparently he wants us to get into some arguments or something. So this Right, is, it's working. Yeah. <laughs> Slap the taste out your mouth. Oh, um, but yeah, I mean, I put together some stuff about uh, Mystery Caller's uh, voicemail. Well, he did call back later, and he identified himself as JD. We'll we'll play that in a moment. So it was JD of New York. So JD. So Mystery Caller. Yeah, <laughs> Mystery Solved. Scooby Doo. Yeah, it might be a, a you know we want to give you guys recognition. So when you call, tell us who you are. <laughs> Leave your name. <laughs> or hey, what you know? Don't just keep drinking and keep calling. <laughs> We're still waiting for Drunk Flint or Drunk Duke to call and plead their case. Oh, okay. All right. Nice. As far as which one's better. So. Oh, it's Duke. No. Drunk Flint might be better. Well, yeah. <laughs> ah, they killed Lady J. I got nothing going on. Ah. Yeah, he might be better. Yeah, so uh, basically, uh, yeah, what he was talking about earlier, the uh, Mission Brazil G.I. Joes, uh, I got some information about that. It came out in 1986. It's uh, actually a Toys R Us exclusive, and the set actually... Uh, came with dial tone, leather neck, mainframe, wetsuit, and a new figure, Claymore. And it came with a little cassette okay. that you listen to and live the adventure of those guys. Okay. Now, what he was also talking about was the Night Force, the G.I. Joe Night Force. And that came out in 1988 mm-hmm. and 1989. So there's two different versions of that. It, that first set in 88, uh, you had Crazy Legs, Lieutenant Falcon, Outback, Psych Out, Sneak Peek, and Tunnel Rat. And they had more of a darker motif, um, a black, gray, green kind of, you know, to their costume. Why was he called figures. Crazy Legs? Because he was an airborne trooper. So his legs uh, just kind of dangled? Yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> or he was Native American. I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, Crazy Legs, the Indian, you know. That was Crazy Horse. Was it Crazy Horse? I think it was Crazy Horse. Sitting Bull? Crazy Horse? <laughs> crazy Legs? I don't think it was Crazy Legs. Whatever. I'm not down with the whole Native American scene. <laughs> Wow. I had too much peyote. Uh, you're, anyway. not, you're not down with Native Americans in general? No, I like them, yeah. Oh, okay. I like to take their land. 
and go to their casino. Oh, Christ. You ever been to an Indian casino? I almost casino? spit up right now. You ever been to an Indian casino? No. Nobody has. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not Vegas, is what I'm saying. It's not Vegas. You've been to Vegas, you know. In my, par- my parents have been to an Indian, cons- Indian casino, if I could speak. See, you have Vegas... Then you have Atlantic, Atlantic City, City, and then you have the Indian Sure. Well, that's a given. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. <laughs> One, two, three. But you can gamble at all of them. Yeah, but I think they take your money and stab you at the end. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Is that not right? Is no, that that's true? not right. No, I've never been. I don't that's know. not right. I shouldn't speak ill will of those that's people. That's evil. Yeah. They'll roll over and give me their land. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> wow. What? <laughs> what? I'm sorry. They're going to curse you. Geronimo, hey. Um, 1989. The Night Force figures consisted of Muskrat, Repeater, Shockwave, Spearheaded Max, Charbroil, and uh, Lightfoot. That's some awful names right there. It wasn't it wasn't good. But here's their vehicles, though. The vehicles get better. Okay. They had the Night Blaster, which was the Cobra Maggot repainted. Okay. The Night Raider, which was the Triple T repainted. Sorry, just okay. Triple T. The Night Shade, which was the G.I. Joe Shark repainted. Okay. Uh, the Night Storm, which was a G.I. Joe Persuader. Uh, and then he had the Night Striker, which was the whale, the hovercraft. Okay. So should, all that... That should have been a Sky Striker. Painted it was black. Painted black. Yeah. That was part of a different thing. I'm picking up a we'll theme with the... The Night, the, the Night, the Night, yeah. yeah. Then there was also, in 1988, when the Night Force was uh, revealed here, we had the G.I. Joe Tiger Force. Okay. Uh, Tiger Force was actually a pretty cool idea concept, just flawly executed. I don't <laughs> like the, the Tiger Strike paints on everything. In 1988, they had Bazooka, Duke, Dusty, Flint, Frostbite, Rakondo, Lifeline, Roadblock, Sky Striker, who was actually Thunder, who came with a slugger, but they renamed him. Okay. Uh, Sky Striker. Okay. And Tripwire, which I don't know what the fuck you put Tripwire in there for, but hey, you did. Whatever. Right. I'm not here to judge. Yeah, he doesn't look so good. Nah, not at all. No. None of them really look well, good. I Bazooka mean, doesn't look bad. Uh, I, mean, I guess and Rakondo looks cool. I, mean, I think maybe with the the pants. Though. I don't like the tiger on the pants. And how do you find you lifeline like a tiger tiger in your pants in the tank? Right, excellent. <laughs> but how do you lifeline? Looks, yeah. Lifeline looks like shit. Yeah, I mean some of them actually look gay. But, <laughs> but no, Rakondo I think looks cool. I don't know. The only thing I don't like with Roadblock is they made his pants brown, so it looks like he's not wearing pants. It looks like he's just wearing. Yeah, I know. No, because it's the same color it's, paint as his skin. skin. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. Now, for the vehicles, for the Tiger Force, they had vehicles. They had the Tiger Cat, which was the Snow Cat. Okay. The Tiger Fly, which was the Dragonfly helicopter. Okay. The Tiger Paw, which was the Cobra Ferret repainted. Oh, jeez. The little four-wheeler. Uh, well, that's at least a better name than the Ferret. Ferret, yeah. <laughs> the Cobra Ferret. Watch out for the Ferret. <laughs> they had the Tiger Rat, which was the Cobra Rattler repainted. Okay. And the Tiger Shark, which was the water moccasin that Copperhead came Okay. Out. So that was pretty cool. Um... Another subset, just to, you know, really quickly here, they had Slaughter's Marauders, which they repainted those guys, which were, um, Sergeant Slaughter had this cast of characters, and he would, like, uh, train them, and they were his Marauders, but they were, like, a <laughs> bird. Marauders. Marauders. It, That's the name, Slaughter Marauders. Slaughter's Marauders. Yeah, it's kind of hokey. And they were repainted different colors. They were, like, uh, blues and greens and... All weird ass colors. Neon that really, yeah, they don't really go with military <laughs> so much. You get the blues, greens, browns. You know, it's just weird ass shit. <laughs> like someone was fucking high. 
Well, no, at least they're all consistent. They're all wearing the Consistently same colors. Consistently bad. But they're wearing the same colors, at yeah, least. Yeah, it was Sergeant Slaughter. It's not like this alley viper down here that's wearing yeah, that's, that's one orange saw, and yeah. purple. But it was Sergeant Slaughter, Spirit and Freedom, Mud and Junkyard, Low Light, Footloose, and Barbecue. So almost, you were starting down a path where you needed to have all the animals. Yeah, the the, Shipwreck and the, Polly. The, the, yeah. the G.I. Joe Pet Rangers. <laughs> yeah. Now, you mentioned earlier uh, the Night Force with the Sky Striker. They should have done that. In 1989, they did. It was called the Night uh, Bomber. Okay. Uh, the Sky Striker Jet. The Night Ray, which was the Cobra Hydrofoil. Okay. And the Night Scrambler, which was the APC, the Armor Personnel Carrier. Okay. That was pretty sweet. They did yeah, it that's all in black, cool. so that was cool. Now, on Night Force, you have Spearhead and Max. Yeah. What the hell's Max? Max is the dog. Right. Spearhead is the, the guy, I believe. But I was just like, what is it's, Max? It's a bobcat. Oh, it's a bobcat? Yeah. They trained a bobcat. I don't know, dude. <laughs> I was out of it by this time. Bobcats aren't black, either. I, dude, plastic. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I got nothing. Messed up. And also, in 89, uh, what he was talking about when JD called Python Patrol. Mm-hmm. Which was the Cobra version of all this nonsense. And they had uh, wait, we got. I gotta go back again. What are you looking? Okay, at? muskrat, muskrat from yeah. the Night Force. Yeah, it's got orange eyes. But I think he's a redheaded guy. He's so, so it gives him orange eyes. <laughs> he's pissed. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. All right, so uh, continue. Eighty nine, the Python Patrol. We had uh, uh, a copperhead within the Python Patrol here, and you see the Python Patrol. It's mostly like green, yellows, blacks. Right. It, it grays. Yeah, it's lame. Yeah, fucking lame. <laughs> Uh, a Copperhead, the Crimson Guard, the Python Officer, the Televiper, the Python Trooper, which was a generic Cobra soldier, mm-hmm. and the Python Viper, which yeah. was the, the Cobra Viper. And they had some vehicles released also in uh, 1989. The Python Asp, which was the Cobra Asp. Python Asp what? ASP. Asp. Oh. Uh, the Python Conquest, the Jojo Conquest airship, and the Python Stun. Gotcha. Which, again, sucked balls. Right. Now... Cobra Commander, no, not Cobra Commander, I'm sorry, but Sergeant Slaughter, his Marauders had some vehicles in 89 also. They had the Armadillo, the Equalizer, which was the, the Mauler, the big Jedi okay. tank, yep. and the Lynx, which was the Jedi Wolverine okay. that CoverGirl came with. Wolverine was a G.I. Joe? Yeah, apparently Marvel crossed over a lot with G.I. <laughs> Joe, as we'll soon find out with the movie. Uh, Tiger Force in 89, the vehicles they had, which was the Tiger... Uh, tiger Fish, which was the devil fish. Okay. Little boat. And the Tiger Sting, which was the, the Vamp Mark II, the new G.I. Okay. Joe Jeep. So that's what they had as far as that goes, and that's the G.I. Joe subsets that he was talking about that we never talk about. And the reason we never talk about those is because they're pretty fucking lame. <laughs> I don't know. He said he liked them. He thought they were pretty fucking yeah, cool. Yeah, I don't know. Now, G.I. Joe, the 25th anniversary, did run some of the Tiger Force and Python Patrol um, did, they look guys. Be- did they look better? Not well. They looked updated. I mean, they did Duke and they did uh, Flint in the okay Tiger Force stuff, the Tiger Force uh, paint job. They did the Crimson Guard. They did Copperhead, and I believe they did another uh, Cobra Soldier here. Just the, the trooper. Trooper. I yeah, just random. Okay, but that's that's pretty much it as far as that goes. Okay. Well, JD li- did leave us another voicemail. Oh, really? All uh, right. Or at least we found this is how we found out it was JD. Okay. Is because again, first time he didn't really say who who he was. So, uh, so let's uh, give a listen to that. Hey, it's JD from New York again. The guy that just called about the Python Patrol stuff. I forgot to mention. Uh, 
I don't know if you guys are big watchers of the Clone Wars or not, but if you are, then I'm guessing you're already going to watch the uh, season the season three finale of the show. But if you're not, I recommend it because I saw it via YouTube from the uh, UK broadcast. Somebody uploaded them, and those episodes are awesome. Ah, uh, yeah, season three of the Clone Wars has been kind of mixed in its, uh, you know, level of goodness and well, complete shit, some of the episodes were, but the finale with the Trandoshans and the Wookiees, and I highly recommend it. All right, y'all, take it easy. Bye. All right, so that's how we found out it was JD. Yeah, he <laughs> named from, that's his name. Right. Which was cool. And I, I did watch the, the end you of watched season the finale. Three. Yeah, right. I did. It was actually really good, like you said, uh, with the Genotians and with the Wookiees. Did you know what was going on, though? Yeah, I, I, I had got enough up to date information I read on it to see exactly oh, okay. what was happening. But yeah, you, you see Chewbacca and it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch it only because... Um, well, that won't I, spoil it for you. Then. Well, I, I think... I don't really care. I'll, I'll watch it anyways. Yeah. But I think I may have mentioned in an earlier episode a while back. The reason I didn't watch season three was... You weren't finished with number two. I wasn't finished with number two. Yeah, but the, it, was it was because it was Lucas' release's fault. Like... They released season two on DVD like two or three weeks after season three started, and I'm like, "Well, how am I supposed to get caught up?" Yeah, and watch. So that's it? the thing too. I didn't really watch all of season two, and then I didn't want to get into season three without finishing season right. two. But there was a lot of hype around the final episode, right? So I, I, I broke down and watched and it, right? Yeah, which is really good. Yeah, and well, and the thing was, like, I so I started recording season three. Mm-hmm. And I'm recording it, but I'm trying to watch season two when I finally got it on DVD. Right. And by the time I got finished with season two, I had to delete out all the Clone Wars because my DVR got completely loaded right. up. Right, that's the thing. You're, you'll get full of your, your DVR memory space. Right. And just, just buy it on DVD. Like yeah. You do the so else. when season three comes out on DVD, I'll, I'll pick it up and I'll watch it. I love the Clone Wars. Yeah, it's really good. So, I, I really enjoy it. I'm having a great time with it. So thanks again for yeah. the call. They're supposed to do uh, another animated series. I don't know if it's going to be the exact same style. Yeah. And no one really knows what it, when it's going to take place in the Star Wars universe. There's rumors it'll take place between the uh, new, the prequels and the original trilogy. There's rumors that it'll take place after the original trilogy, which I highly doubt that one, but that would be cool if it did. I think more likely than not, it'll take place between the two two trilogies yeah. because they wanted to do a live action one that took place between the two trilogies and that got scrapped so you know whatever that, so I, I think that's basically uh, what we're probably going to be looking at um, I think that was all as far as the voicemails I'll have to go back and look and if we missed anybody we'll get them in a, a future episode yeah thanks um, for calling but yeah thanks for calling uh, call us up and leave us a voicemail absolutely uh, a couple of other posters uh, just to let you guys know I think we mentioned this in an early episode too we started recording this episode a while back. Yeah. And then we had to cut it short because we were recording with the OCD guys. Right. So now we're finally back and we're able to finish up this episode. And since then, we've had a lot of issues come out. Yeah. <laughs> and we've had some other uh, comments and some other posters and everything else. So right. And during that time, <coughs> we finished that. Then we, we went to Super Show, right. which that took some time. And you're... Family came and stayed with you. Yeah, it was it, it was, was just, just a lot, lot of time before a lot we could going find on. It. Yeah, so we're finally back recording. Yep. Yeah. So there was since then. There's been some other people that have posted on the forums, and we've had some other information pop up. So 
Uh, wanted to address some other questions that came up sure, in the meantime, as well as uh, some other posters. So we had Chris the Professor show up okay. on uh, the forums, and that's actually Chris from the OCD cast. Right. He started listening, and now he, he really enjoys the show. Thanks. So uh, he said, hey, guys, my name is Chris, and I do the comic book podcast Obsessive Comics Disorder. We were on one episode of Star Joe's number 24, I think, which that's the one it was, over at OCDcast.com. Uh, since then, I've started listening to the Star Joes, and I'm digging it. It's made me want to expand my action figure collection, that's for sure. Sorry about that. <laughs> that's <laughs> going to cost you. He said a little bit more about me. I live in the D.C. metro area, and I've been reading comic books for about two years now. Back then, I happened to be in a Borders and passed by the graphic novels when a friend of mine pulled Civil War off the rack and made me buy it. I've been hooked ever since. Before that, I've always been a big Batman fan, so that's one area I've been focusing a lot of my attention on. But I read a lot of other DC and Marvel stuff too, and I've always uh, I've also started getting into independent stuff uh, too, loving a bunch of image stuff. Anyways, I'm eager to start talking comic books and other geekery things with all of you guys. Great, yeah. So yeah, I was reading pretty much the GI Joe and Transformers books, and you recommended Civil War to me and pulled me back yep. in. Yep, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, you. Get, it'll get you every time. I hate you. Yeah, but if he lives in the Washington, D.C. area, he might be pretty close to Manicor. I think he's in Virginia. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what part of the state. Yeah. But so maybe you guys can hook up. Yeah, whatever. Go for a latte, read a book. Right. I don't know. Have some sex. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> hey, Holy. if you get Keith drunk enough, it might sexy, happen. Sexy, yeah. Sexy Keith. So, uh... And again, uh, this is the first episode, I guess, that's coming out. Uh, new shit. Uh, right after Super Show. So everybody that we saw at Super Show, it's really great to meet you guys. And yeah. Can't wait to go back again. Um, now, before we get into some of that, though, I, I know you wanted to mention also Chris has started doing, uh, with his daughter... Yeah, uh, Action Figure Fridays. Yeah, Action Figure Fridays, which is I thought was a fantastic idea. Yeah, and he, what it is is the, the guy actually films him and his daughter, uh, and they put it on YouTube. Uh, I think every other Friday when he picks her up from school, they'll stop by uh, Target, Toys R Us, whatever have you there. And buy a couple action figures, and they'll open them and discuss them yeah. and see what they like. So it's it's a good way to get your kids, you know, into action figures, and you're not buying them one every day or every time and you go to the store. And you're not forcing them and you're into not stuff. Forcing, yeah, they pick whatever they want. And again, it's something special that you can do with your kid and, once or twice a week. And I think for him, it's something really cool because I think it's not necessarily his daughter. I think it's going to be his future stepdaughter. Yeah, there there could be something. like <laughs> so that. So I think it was kind of cool because it's like good it's way a, to bond. Yeah, good way to bond for them to get close to each other. So. And I'm sure she's getting a kick out of getting oh, yeah. herself recorded yeah, and everything awesome, else. Yeah. I wish so I did that when I was a kid. But yeah, we didn't have the internets, right? And I, I looked at the episode. That you oh, it was put, cool. That kid's that's adorable kid. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's absolutely. Cute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just keep Chuck away from her. Nah, come on. <laughs> that's <laughs> no, not right. No, but uh, but in all seriousness, I thought it was really cool. And like, even if you weren't putting it out on the internet for everyone, it's to just see, cool to do. Yeah, it'd be cool for your kid to be like seeing themselves recorded and having fun with that or whatever. Yeah, and it's a good way too to watch them grow over the years. Yes, yeah. and it, it helps them like if they're doing a figure review about what they like about it. It will also help them with. Uh, developing communication skills. Yeah, and speech skills, so, too. Yeah. So it's good for, you know, so education. Very too. cool. Um, going back to Super Show, though. Yeah. Uh, Anthony, who we met. Uh-huh. Uh, one thing I did want to mention, because I think I mentioned it when we were recording the part that we couldn't use because it got totally bashed up. Yeah. Um, Sorry about that. Anthony, yeah. Anthony made a comment to me saying, is Chuck really like that? <laughs> and I wanted to make like sure it was. Yeah. He go, that was all he said, too. He goes... He goes, I got a question for you. Is Chuck really like that? <laughs> <laughs> Woo! 
<laughs> like what? And I said, yes, Chuck's really... Because he thought maybe it was a shtick for the show. No. Like, you just banter with me so this way, like, a character you're doing. Oh, yeah. And it's like, no. I no, told him, I was like, no, that's really how he is. And then he goes to me, he goes, so he's really shown up sometimes without anything prepared? I go, yeah. I go, yeah. yeah like, that's, that's how I roll. I was like, no. And then you got to meet him. And he asked you. you yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> so, so it was pretty funny. But he's really, uh, his daughter is 10 and she's getting into Star Wars Clone Wars. Awesome. And she likes uh, the character Kit Fisto. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. So um, he, he asked me if I knew any issues in particular that Kit Fisto appeared in. And I told him I'd look it up. And I did look it there's up. There's the Clone Wars stuff. Yeah. Fisto, there's, a, yeah. there's a bunch of that stuff. But there's also like a Star Wars series where he's appeared in a few times. Okay. So I'm, I already told him I'm going to email him uh, a list of appearances that he's a uh, book season. I know in. the beginning of the Clone Wars comic yeah. that character was in there. Yeah. So that's cool. So um and then he had mentioned he kept trying to find a Kit Fisto figure, one of the newer ones that had better articulation and everything else. Yeah. He was having a hard time finding it. Well I found one. Toys R Us baby. I, I found one. Oh did you? Nice. So I picked it up for him. Oh cool. So I'm gonna actually send that out to Anthony. Look at that. No, I'm not normally gonna do that for everyone, so don't start sending me your figure requests. Yeah, don't but, be that guy on Facebook asking for figures. Right. We know but you know out of the kindness of my heart, you know, I just I saw it and was like, "Hey, yeah. I just talked to this guy. He said he was looking for. I don't know if it's the figure he was looking for. Hey, my my three year old son likes Iron Man. So <laughs> just throwing it out there. Yeah. Well, I also know you have a job and you're working. So son you, of a bitch, you can buy your own shit. Um, and Anthony, he likes Anthony's working too. He but. likes gifts. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, well, good. You can get him all the gifts you want. God damn it. <laughs> But anyways, no, I just, I don't know if it's the, the one he was looking for, but I saw it, right, and I sure. was like, yeah, that's nice of I'll you. pick it up. Um, See, he's not a dick. No. Whoever thought I was. Everybody. No, just you. Well, okay. <laughs> so, uh, Rock asked us a question. Yeah. Oh, before we get into that, too. Rock. Uh, we did have a new country that showed up. Ah, Jesus. Uh, Estonia. <laughs> is that like bedrock? What the fuck is well, that? Well, the part that cracked me up was when I saw it. I wasn't that like where uh, what was the movie with Pauly Shore and uh, what's his name where it was a caveman they found oh, Encino Man Encino Man yeah and didn't they say like he was from Estonia I don't know I think so like, I haven't I seen were, that in years I think they were trying to, I haven't either that's why I can't remember who's this this is my friend Link <laughs> he's staying with us for a little while he's from Estonia they had uh, what was it Sh- Brendan Fraser Brendan Fraser as the yeah. Encino Man yeah was it Sean I can't remember. Dude, I don't yeah. know. I think I was stoned when I was watching. Yeah, I was probably <laughs> drunk watching Holly no, Shore. I don't get stoned, but anymore, <laughs> ever or any less. Um, so, Rock also asked a question, which I actually looked up some information about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he said, "How many issues does a comic book have to sell in a month to be considered a top seller?" Seven. And then he says, "What are the best-selling comics right now?" Well, Jesus, right now, I mean, I don't know the number <clears throat> when it sells to be a bestseller. You, well, you I have know? information. Okay. Okay. I got from uh, Diamond Direct. Okay. April 2011's top sellers. Top 100. We're not going to go over all 100. Give me five. No, we're not going to go over all 100. I thought we could go over like the top 10. All right, go. Um, but I wanted to give him an idea first of what it takes to just, be a top seller. Well, just do the top numbers of the top one and just give the well, I'm just going to list the titles. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. But I'm not going to give the numbers or anything just like that. Just the number of the top one. The number one top seller was Fear Itself number one. Okay, for April. In April. How many books did it sell? It sold 227,900 issues, roughly. 300,000? No, 227, like 225. Oh, 220. Okay, yeah. all right. Just so, so basically, just to give you guys, and then like the next one, Mighty Thor number one, mm-hmm. was number two. That only sold 145,000. So it was a huge drop. Yeah. Obviously, an event book's going to sell more. All right. This is why 
the big two do event books because they sell. They sell, yeah. Um, but to give you an idea, Marvel, Marvel, huh? Yeah. Well, we're getting next one DC, DC. I'm just saying. One, <laughs> I'm just two, saying. Marvel, Marvel. Um, but but yeah. fuck you. So anyways, <laughs> we both do IDW. I, I know. Just saying. So, anyways, uh, Marvel for life. No, <laughs> going. But going into like what he was asking as far as top sellers. Usually, if you're selling like sixty, seventy thousand issues, you're going to probably be in the top one hundred okay. somewhere. But usually, you have to sell like about a hundred thousand or, or so to really get into the top ten. That's really. I With, thought it would be bigger than that. Well, it, it used be. to be. Yeah. And that's the thing. Back in like the eighties. And even in the 90s. Lots of people hoarding them. Well, not even that. In the 80s, I mean, 80s, 70s and stuff like that, comic books were just big. Well, it was cheaper, too. Sure. For what but, you're paying for one now, you could have bought two. But, right, but you're not, typically you weren't going to buy two issues of the same book. It's just that more people were reading more comics reading, yeah. back then. Well, a lot of people probably quit reading because of the price. Right, possibly. So what was happening is you would, if you were selling like 100,000 copies... That was nothing back then. Yeah. You had to be selling, like, 500,000 copies to be, like, in the list. Okay. So... What's the top ten? Read so, all right. So, top ten, we had Fear Itself, number one, was number one. Mighty Thor, number one, was number two. Okay. Green Lantern, number 65, was number three. Okay. Brightest Day, number 23, was number four. Okay. Uh, FF, number two, was number five. Brightest Day, number 24, was number six. Okay. Avengers, number 12, was number seven. Uh, you're going to love this one. Batman Incorporated, number five, was number eight. What a fucking piece of shit book that is. <laughs> New Avengers, number 11, was ninth. Okay. And then Amazing Spider-Man, number 658, was tenth. Okay. Now, in our world, because I did take a look at the whole list, we only had two books in the Star Joe's universe showing up. In the top 100? In the top 100. One of them's got to be a Joe, one's got to be a Transformer. Nope. Two Transformers? Nope. Star Wars? Yep. Fuck. Both. Wow. Star Wars Legacy War number five, which we will cover, yeah, uh, eventually, uh, was number ninety six. Jesus. Star Wars Darth Vader and the Lost Command number four was number one hundred. Nice, cracking the hundred. That's all that. That's all that made it in there. Um, so Maybe. we need you guys buying more Joe books and more Transformers <laughs> and some Star Wars and, and some more Star Wars shit. So, uh, so we had that. Uh, then we also had a couple other questions pop up. Uh, one was from Greg, and okay. uh, this is something I know we're going to be talking to uh, Robert Atkins and uh, coming up soon, and so this, uh, this is one I think we can cover with him as well, but I thought maybe we can get our thoughts on it first. Um, he said, question for you guys. This is Chewy on the forums, by the way. Right. He says, we, your coworker Pat and I, were out last night, and the conversation turned to Star Joe's, as it should. Okay. Okay. Uh, Ewok ass, mountain climbing, and slowest 100 yard dash in history. Ewok ass. These are the topics that came up. Wow. However, I'm they're wrong for you two. <laughs> well, you said Ewok ass, like right away. It just came up right away. I, I just, yeah. yeah. However, there was an actual question as well. I think well. I still would eat that. Go ahead. <laughs> wow. Well, you barbecue it. I mean, what the fuck, right? But that's the first place you're going? Well, it's like cow rump, you know? Right. Like you're going to eat that rump you're roast, gonna, right? You, sure, but that's not my first choice. I'm going to take the steak first. Well, can't you get a nice steak out of the ass? No. <laughs> ass steak? I'm not a butcher. I don't you're, know. You're big into ass? <laughs> I like big ass. Yeah, sure. On, on an Ewok? 
Whatever. Okay. Know, it's moving. I think I might fuck it. <laughs> wow. What? I'm keeping my ass in the chair then. Dude, I've been married too long. Yeah, I'm keeping my ass over here. You stay you on better. that side, I'm going to stay over here. You better. Don't <laughs> uh, wow. make you horny, baby. No. <laughs> not ever. Nice. All right. There's not enough beer in the world. <laughs> then put your pants back on. What the fuck are you trying to do? Tease me. <laughs> my, my pants have been on, dude. Whatever. Well, maybe mine are not. Maybe you've had too much to drink. All right, so he said uh, there was this Gatorade. He says, however, there was an actual question as well, and we figured you guys would be the folks to ask. Doubt it, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I read the question, I was like, I, I got so many different directions I can go with this. All right. So he says, from a GI Joe and Transformer standpoint, what do you consider canon? Ouch. I suggested for GI Joe it would be the Marvel Hammer Run, though you could probably make a case for the Sunbow cartoon. For Transformers, I was never a reader of the Marvel runs, so I would go with the Sunbow cartoon. What do you guys consider canon for these two franchises? Because, let's face it, Star Wars, you have a definite canon. It's the movies. It's the movies, yeah. And then you have the car- the animated series. The well, Clone then you Wars. have the expanded universe. Yeah, but I mean, the animated yeah. series is considered canon also, because that's approved by Lucasfilm yeah, to release. There's just different versions of G.I. Joe. We'll start with G.I. Joe first. Yeah. I would consider the Marvel comic book canon. Right. As opposed to the cartoons or you know, anything else going on, right. other comic books, just the Marvel G.I. Joe canon. Okay. Uh, if you take that into consideration, you would almost have to pick the Transformers comic book as canon. Right. If because they crossed doing, over. Right. If you're doing a, a if you're going that direction, yeah. I, I would have to say that, though. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of my Transformers canon in my head is from the cartoon. Cartoon, right. But I would have to say, if since I'm picking Marvel, um, G.I. Joe as canon, I would have to lean just logically toward the Transformer comic books right. because they did cross over a lot. Not only with the G.I. Joe versus Transformers, but actually Transformers showed up in G.I. Joe right. Marvel comic books later on in the 100s. Right. So you would have to pick both comics. Now, here's how I look at it. And, and going to your thing of, like, the source, like, what... Because that's what canon's supposed to be. It's like, what's the main source material that you have to refer to for everything? Mm-hmm. Or everything that follows. I almost say you have to go with the toys. I mean, I know there's no official stories with the toys, well, but the, the comic... cards. The file cards, that's what yeah. I'm saying. describes who these characters are and everything else. Because the comic book and the cartoons for both franchises came out because of the toys. It wasn't that they did the comic book and the cartoons and then came out with toys like they do nowadays. Right, right. The toys came out and they wanted to sell the toys. So really the canon, in my opinion, is the information that's on all the file cards. I can see that. Yeah, I mean, it's a weird way of taking it because there's no real stories there. Right, there's no stories, yeah. But I understand what you're saying, Maybe if you incorporate the file cards, the toys with the comic books and make that canon. Right. Like to have two routes going here and we just... Now Let here, the cartoon be the cartoon. Right. Now, here's another way you can look at it, too. Like, like I said, there was just so many directions you can go with this. You almost have multiple canons when it comes to G.I. Joe and Transformers. You do, really. You do. And it's just like... Especially Transformers. Right. Um, well, even with G.I. Joe, look at how many time re- remakes, remakes there, yeah. or restarts there have been. You have the Devil's Due canon. You have IDW canon. You have Marvel canon. And yeah. you have the cartoon canon. Yeah. And um, each- yeah, Image, too. Well, Image Devils, too. Yeah, yeah. Right, right into um, And then you have, for Transformers, you have the Marvel canon, you have the G1 Transformers, you have the Beast Wars Transformers, yeah. you have Generation 2 Transformers, you had the IDW run, you had the Dreamwave run. Dreamwave, yeah. So you have all these, I mean, 
I would say, like, if you're following IDW GI Joe and that's all you're following, then that's your canon for GI Joe. Yeah. Because but you'd be wrong. There's stuff no. that spins off of that. Yeah, that's true. Like Hearts and Minds to me doesn't follow doesn't follow any canon. But you can almost put it in with the it IDW. Kind of does. It kind of does follow <clears throat> the canon of the file cards. Right. Almost. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's really hard to just say, well, this is definitive canon for GI Joe and Transformers. Same thing with the Masters Universe. I know they didn't ask that question, but right. there's so many different canons for that. Yeah. You have the filmation. You have the Mike Young Productions 2002 right. stuff. You have the canon on the back of the toys. You have the mini comics. Right. You have the Star comics, and you have the DC comics. Right. And you have the other comics that were produced by uh, Image and Envy Creations. You yeah. have so many. Right. Same thing with Thundercats. You had yeah. the Star oh, yeah. City run. You had the Wildstorm run. You had the cartoon. Yeah, the cartoon, yeah. I mean, you had just had all these different things. So, and Voltron, same way. I guess I guess what we're saying is it, it's pretty much what you want it to be. Yeah, you follow... Develop your own like, canon. Like, pick up what you want to follow, and yeah. then that's your canon, as long as it keeps following that storyline. Yeah, as long as it's Marvel Comics, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's pretty much whatever you want it to be, but for me... For you, it's the Marvel, it's Marvel Comics. Yeah, and I would think for me, it's the Marvel Comics, and then for me, for, me for, trans- comics, yeah. for, me for Transformers... Uh, it would be the the cartoon, the original Sunbow cartoons. So. Yeah, I, I like the I like the fact that you mixed in the file cards with the Marvel comics because yeah. I, I do like that. I'll go with that. Yeah, so it's it's really hard to say because these franchises weren't meant they weren't set up like Star Wars was, where it was like one this is canon this is it, and that's yeah. it. And you if you do something different from it, because Star Wars has its own stories like Infinities, which yeah. are not part of canon. They're just what the expanded yeah. universe is, is quote unquote canon, yeah, but it could change, right. but. Unless Lucas comes out and says this is not canon, I mean he's pretty much said this is canon. It's just not like there's it's weird. Star Wars actually has like canon A, canon B, canon C stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, because if you change one thing, it's going to change what happens in future right. events. Now there are certain stories that have nothing to do with Star Wars canon whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So like I said, Infinities was that way. Yeah, that's good. But yeah. also you have Star Wars Tales was a Tales, comic book that yeah. came out, and some stories that were in there were considered canon, and some were just fanciful tales. Yeah. So, um, so it, it, yeah, it's like there's nothing really definitive that says this is canon for G.I. Joe and this is canon for Transformers. I got you. So, yeah, so it's, it's whatever you decide you're going to follow. Good question, so, though. But, yeah, it was a very good question. Yeah, go to the bar, get drunk again, and mail yeah, us another one. Yeah, it was a tough one. Um, then we did have some questions come up on Twitter. Yeah, I like Sam Adams. Go, next question. <laughs> we had uh, T. Fowler on Twitter. Fowler. He, he did like, have a question. It's, like, it's like Tabang. Right. He didn't have a question, but he says, Believe it or not, Macho Man was born in Columbus and was in the Cincinnati Reds Farm League. No shit. Yeah. I did not know that. I knew he was born in Ohio. I did not. Oh, really? You didn't know that? No. Yeah. I knew he was I knew he was born in Is Ohio. Is his real name Randy Savage, though? I don't know that. T. Fowler. Tell us. Yeah. Find out for us. I'm going to miss that guy. I mean, I actually... Oh, as yeah. part of the wrestling, like... I watched the '80s wrestling. I wasn't. That's what I watched too. Too yeah. big on today's right, no. John Cena wrestling going on right now, but I Macho Man was one of my favorites. Oh I yeah, mean, he was my up. all-time favorite was Ric Flair, obviously. But yeah, he was up there. Macho Man was one of my favorites. I mean, I, I loved his matches, especially yeah. with the the WrestleMania where he would fought Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Right. That was right. A, that was a great match. Yeah. He's so like, yeah, I had missed. He I did not missed. know. I mean, I didn't know for sure that he was born in Columbus. I knew he was born in Ohio. I had no idea about the Cincinnati Reds farm league. That's yeah, just he, awesome. He passed away in Florida, though, right? Florida? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Um, I wonder if they'll bring him back. I was sad that day. Yeah. I know. I wanted to go. I found out at work, right? Yeah, I found that. And you I told, told you, me, right? Yeah, one guy, like, and that's the thing. Someone told my day. Well, someone at work told me. 
So, like, I was walking by uh, one guy's desk I work with, and he goes, he goes, uh, hey, Drost, uh, did you know that Macho Man just passed away? And I says, no. He goes, yeah, I'm telling everyone. <laughs> it's like, he's, yeah. he was, like, sad about he's it, like, so he wanted to tell everyone. Yeah. Right. And I told the, the guy in charge, I'm like, I gotta go home for the day I had a death. Yeah. He's like, what? I'm like, yeah, Macho Man died. I gotta go home. I'm not feeling too good. Yeah. But I stuck it out. I stayed. I yeah. Mean, you know, take one for the team. Yeah. Grabbed and slid in him on the way home. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, then we had Chris, uh, Chris the Prof, which is Chris the Professor, uh, on Twitter. He asked, "Where do you guys buy your action figures from?" I just steal them from Ryan's house. <laughs> buy? What's this buy? Damn, term? I knew stuff was missing for a reason. Um, no, we uh, generally yeah. you know, the typical places: yeah, Target, Walmart, Toys R Us, Toys R Us, eBay. eBay is a big if you one. can find a good deal. Uh, um, toy shows, I found a lot of great deals at toy shows. Yeah, and I don't mind open figures because a lot of mine basically pretty much are open right. figures. So, and uh, you know, going to conventions, flea markets, like bazaars, flea markets, conventions, all that type of stuff. Comic conventions have action figures. They might be a little bit marked up as opposed to a toy convention. But right. Yeah, you can buy them online. At, we we bought at Brian's Toys before, yeah. and I bought through Big Bad Toy Store before too, and they're they're both pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's just where Past Generation Toys is another one I bought from. And one, one person uh, posted on the forums, uh, on one of the other forums I put on our forum, the figure of the day. Yeah, you can check that out. On that. Oh, I, check, like I check fucking, it every day. That's like your crack now. Let's, let's take a look to see what's up today. All right, let's go. And we'll this, see is, this is Ryan's crack lately, guys. Well, here's the thing. It's called if, Figure of the Day. If you guys ever heard of, uh, I can't remember what the hell is it called now, Woot.com, I think, W-O-T.com. Woot. They'll have an item up every day. It's just a random item, mm-hmm. and it's a really good deal on it. Well, okay. someone found out that there's a website called Figure of the Day. It's just figureofthedaycom and what they do is they post a figure every day that's for sale, and it's only for sale that day. It's a really good deal, and on the figure, a lot of times it's free shipping. Free shipping, shipping right? Yeah. So I'm bringing it up right now. Well, one day it was the Thundercats statue. Statue it was for like originally sixty dollars, and it was on sale for, for forty nine ninety nine with free, free shipping. shipping. So we That's got Kung, Kung Fu Panda. Panda, Kung Fu Panda two Poe Poe, uh, and this is a fourteen ninety nine uh, price, free shipping. Uh, it's a deluxe figure. Uh, Poe comes with posable arms and legs with phrases and sounds. That's cool. Um, My kid would like that. Yeah. He's a big fan of the Kung Fu Panda. So, did you watch the movie I gave you yet? No, I did not. Slacker. I want to. I want to watch it with my wife. So, well, watch it this weekend because I think we're going to take the the three year old to go see Kung Fu Panda two this. And weekend. he's going to want to watch one then, right? No, we're going to take him <laughs> to the movie theater to go see it. Right, but when he comes home, he'll probably want to watch one again. Nah, he'll probably want to kick my ass with some Kung Fu. <laughs> and then they always give you a hint as to what the next days. One is going to be. Hint on so the tomorrow's hint is. Well, he tomorrow is, is going to be. Well, they won't even know. Right, they won't know. Yeah. It's going to be Saturday. But uh, he is a 3,000 year old Egyptian mummy. So it's probably going to be like a Universal Studios mummy monster figure. Mummy or, monster yeah. mummy figure. Or a King Tut. Or right, like, something like that. So. Ratatutin. So that's a place to check or out. Mumra. Mumra. Mum, yeah, right. Mum. Could be. I don't think he's Egyptian, though, but. No. I think it's going to be the Universal Monsters. It's Remember they did those yeah. figures? Yeah. Which looked awesome. Wolfman. Yeah. Uh, Wolfman Z, I think he's got a couple of those. Yeah. Uh, They're really good looking. Forums there, yeah. yeah. So that was that gives you an idea of where we buy our stuff from. Then also we had some questions come up on Facebook. Okay. Uh, this one was from Woody. I don't know if we'll be able to answer this just off the top of our head. Woody. Uh, he said top five action figures and top five most wanted action figures. 
we kind of did the, something similar to that. Yeah, we did something similar to that. I mean, I'll, I'll give you a one in action <laughs> figures right now for me, just off the top of my head. I want the GI Joe low light. Okay. I want the barbecue. Okay. General Hawk. Okay. I'm looking to get uh, Pixie Boot Robin. Okay. The variant with the hair. I, I want to get that. Right. Uh, that's four. Uh, oh, and I missed out on a couple of Masters of the Universe figures I wanted to get. Um, I know one of them is Cyclone. I want to get that. And I want to get... Um, so that's five there. I'll give you yeah. another one, bonus one here. Which other one did I miss up? Oh, uh, Grizzlor. Okay. I wanted to get him. I missed out on him. Let's see. Most five top five that I want. I uh, want to get Ayla Sakura. Figure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been wanting for that, that for a while. Yeah. Uh, still haven't gotten her yet. Um, I want to get... Uh, there's Marvel, a couple of Marvel U figures I still want to get. Um, oh, don't you need one for your Sentinel? Or did you buy it? I need Black Panther to get to finish building my Sentinel. So I just need the Sentinel arm, really. I, I do want Black Panther for my Avengers, though. Right. Um, That's two. So, yeah, there's two there. Um, then I also want... Um, there's uh, Warpath, the Marvel U oh, figures. Oh, Marvel U, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I'd like to get him... Then let's see what else. Um, yeah, the movie Green Lantern figure strike your fancy. No, I have those. Uh, <laughs> no, the the other ones. There's the Muppet Palisades. I want to get uh, Sam the Eagle. Okay, uh, which I'd like to get him. And then there's other Muppets Palisades I'd like, but to just to name a different Sam right to, on top. Yeah, yeah Sam's right on the top because he's the the most expensive one that I still need to get. Okay. Um, and then like Star Wars. Well, I said Ayla. Okay. Um, there was another figure I was just I just had the top Wars? of my head now vintage Lando that looks pimp <clears throat> he does look cool yeah, yeah. Um, but oh that Luke swinging from the Death Star to Death Star Luke I want to get that one too that's number 7 yeah. there's a lot yeah there's yeah there's just there's a lot of figures any I'd DC like to direct get. ones you want to get you passed on um no I've those. gotten a lot of the ones I want I want to finish building Solomon Grundy Okay, so, you're so that would be a cool pieces, one. Yeah, yeah I need a couple more pieces to finish him. So we'll, we'll save him. Okay. Um, as far as just yeah, good question. Figures that we own. I mean, that's that's tough. Yeah, we've kind of went over some of that too. What yeah. ones we like? I mean, some of my favorites I have is like my Rancor that I have yeah. is, is definitely a favorite of mine. My Green Lantern Blackest Night figures that I have. Yeah, those are pretty cool. Those are awesome. Yeah, my yeah. Kilowog figure is one of my favorites. I'll tell you what that. Batman Arkham Asylum figure is one of my favorites. Oh, that's awesome, Batman! I love that. Yeah. Um, the Kermit that you got me, the Indiana Jones Kermit Venture yeah. Kermit, that was that's a prize one in my possession. Yeah, my Battle Cat that you picked up yeah. for Christmas, I fucking love that thing. Yeah. So I mean, um, there's a lot of just awesome stuff. Hell yeah. Um, all right. So then we had a question from NFC on the on Facebook. NFC, NFC, NFC. Yeah. National Football Conference. Sure. NFC, AFC, NFC. The Bears. He had more beyond NFC, but no, it's with NFC. No. He's a Chicago Bears fan. Roll okay. <laughs> I don't know. He said, who'd win in a fight, Ryan or Chuck? Me. No. Yeah. No. I would destroy you. No. Why would I not? I would just outrun you and uh, you'd get tired. You'd run away, so I, you'd lose. You'd get tired. You would lose. I'd just out... I'd, I would I'd outlast you, dude. What? No, I'd outlast you. There's no one outlasting me. Plus, I'm crazy. Like, I just... I would snap. I'm not afraid of killing you, dude. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> well, with that comment, you... I don't mind going to prison again. <laughs> I don't mind going back. Well, yeah, I mean... All right, then. <laughs> we'll just call so, it a draw. Right. <laughs> yeah, as much as we fight, I don't think we'd ever, like, actually come to fisticuffs. <laughs> you never know. You never know. <laughs> Pen to the throat, a la casino style. Right. I'll just send your... I'll do, uh, like, Last Boy Scout, where uh, I just Boy Scout. punch your uh, 
nostril right into your. I do last Girl Scout into your, your ass with skull. cookies. <laughs> I like. Girl and then I take your cookies. And I like Girl Scout cookies. Well, yeah, hell yeah. Sure. What's your favorite one? Um, Wrong. Thin Man. Tagalongs. Oh, the coconut ones? No, 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 no. The ones with the peanut butter in it, with the and their chocolate cover. Oh, those are good too. I know. That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah, I'm like, oh, I love Thin Mints. Thin, thin Mints in good. the freezer. Oh, those are good. Those yeah. are awesome. I wanted to I say, like those peanut butter ones with the just a cookie on top, just okay. the peanut butter cookie yeah, yeah, sandwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, those are, are good, good too. but the chocolate ones, the chocolate Phenom. cover. Yeah, oh, those are good. Yeah. I forgot what they're called. Yeah, they're called tagalongs. What's the one with the coconut and the chocolate? Samoas. Yeah, those are good too. Yeah, well, they're, they're all about, they're all good. <laughs> you know a lot about Girl Scout cookies. Dude. Oh yeah, <laughs> you got a niece or I got wife a, in the Girl I got, Scouts? I got a niece in Girl Scouts. Yeah, no, not in the Girl Scout. She was in the Girl Scouts. Brownie. But now she's she's older now. Oh, okay. I don't think she, is that where she sold them. She sold them this year, and I think she's not going to be in it next year. So where the fuck are you going to get your cookies? Well, my neighbor has a daughter. Fuck yeah! And she right. she came to the door also. Dudes, really? I mean, so. guys, gals, support the Girl Scouts. There's always somebody. Buy their cookies. They're, support the Border Scouts too, and buy their popcorn. But the fucking <laughs> cookies are phenomenal. Okay. The Boy Scouts just need to come out with cookies. I'm sorry. Or something else besides popcorn. Candy bars. You sell candy. I'll, I'll buy candy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like so bad too because I feel so bad because... Sh- I'm sorry. It's, it's shit, shitty. It's shitty, yeah. And it's overpriced. I don't mind paying three bucks for a box of cookies. Right. As opposed to eighteen fifty for a can of popcorn. Right. Because it's cookies. <laughs> I do support the Boy Scouts of America sure. and the Girl Scouts of America. But if they came to my door at the same time, I'm buying the cookie. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm going to say, I'm sorry, but you have popcorn. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm, not wa- I'm not watching a movie right now. Come back with cookies. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we at the Sarjo's, we do oh, supporting the Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts of America. Absolutely. Buy as um, many cookies as you can. Absolutely. And then buy maybe one tin of popcorn. <laughs> maybe. Um, maybe. No, don't. A cat I never have to worry because... Like, here's five bucks. Just go away. Just there's always going. somebody at work that has somebody in the Girl Scouts, so, so they're always selling cookies. I, I thought so, too, but uh, the team that I'm on now, I don't think there's anybody there. Oh, so I already I, had, like... I missed out. I, I had somebody that solicited me this There was before. a Girl Scout, like, uh, and her troop and the mom was at Walmart one day, and yeah. I was, like, walking by, and I'm like, oh, yeah, cookies, sheriff. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing I was going to say is even if there was no one at work... When I go up to Giant Eagle, to yeah, Giant Scott, Eagle grocery. There's store. always somebody. That's there. our local grocery store, Giant yeah. Eagle. They're they're not just local. I don't know if they're Nash. Are oh they yeah, yeah. Okay, I didn't know. Yeah, Giant Eagle grocery store. That's where yeah. we buy our food. Um, I mean, I don't know if they're national like in every state, but they're in a lot of states. I know they're in New York in the like the around yeah. Buffalo area. Yeah, they're in a lot of states. Maybe they're so. in Pennsylvania too. Do you think? Oh, they are. Yeah. Okay, all right. Um, maybe so, that's where ETM buys their groceries. Maybe. Uh, Send NF- us a note. Let us know. NFC also had another question, which is, which cantina aliens are your favorites? The one eating a Girl Scout cookie. <laughs> no. Uh, this is tough, because I don't know them by name, necessarily. Yeah, we'll just give descriptions. Well, but Ponda Baba. Ponda Baba's cool. Yeah, he had right. a life jacket on. I right. Like that. I wish he didn't lose an arm. I'm digging it. What's the one with the three things on his head and... Uh, oh, uh, Ray's... He, I don't know the name, but he's got three like horns. He's got the snout, yeah, yeah, he's got yeah, yeah, the yeah. eyes up and stuff like that, or eyes are here, and he's got the three, the three horns, yeah, big yeah, yeah. ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. That's in Jabba's Palace, though. I don't think he was in the No, cantina. there's one. There's a different one. Maybe it's not the same one I'm talking about. I don't know. Um, I think the one's name is... There's one named Moftak, which is... Uh, don't you have, you have, have a display here? Yeah. All right, we're just going to walk over here. And <laughs> Ryan has a whole cantina display set up here. Right. So... Oh, uh, snout. Garadin. Uh, the Jawas were cool. Jawas were cool. This is uh, Moftak. He was in the cantina, too. Yeah, he was there. Um, I don't know. I don't think Admiral Akbar was in the cantina. No, but I have him there having a beer. So Well, after a long flight, you need one. 
Um, this guy was cool. He was cool. He What's was, his name? He I don't know what his name is, but he's kind of like a uh, Trandoshan. Kind of like Bosk was. Yeah, kind of like Bosk, yeah. And uh, not all these guys were in the canteen. I just put them in there because they were aliens. Was this guy there? No. The goat? No, Borsk, Borsk Falia. He was one of the Bothans. Many Bothans died to bring us this information. I like how you have... Uh, <laughs> Watto? Yeah. Watto? Yeah. That's awesome. Then you have the Cantina Band. You got to like... Fit, uh, Thicker and Dan. I'm putting little Java, little little, little Boba Fett in there. Okay. He's gonna try to order some apple juice or something. No, he's gonna try to get a beer. He's gonna be underage trying to get something. Maybe he's serving. He's serving. <laughs> no, he's just guest bartender night. Nice. Uh, but I like serving. I like Thicker and Dan and the the Cantina band. Okay. Yeah. 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 They were cool. Oh, and um, who else was in the band? <clears throat> I don't know all their names. I just know it's Figure and Dan's band. Dum 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 dum. The bartender was always cool. Yeah, so. Maud. <laughs> no, not that bartender. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not uh, what was her name? Um, God bless her soul. Oh, uh, B. Arthur. B. Arthur. Yeah. yeah. Is she dead? Oh yeah. Okay, I didn't know. Yeah, dude. Oh, that's right. Her? She died just recently. Yeah, she yeah. Estelle Getty. Uh, Betty White's alive, and Rue McClanahan's right. alive. So they will. And Betty White's still doing TV. Yeah, we only. She's kind of. She's doing hot in Cleveland. She's looking kind of old though. But yeah, but she, well, she plays an old person on it. So oh, there you go. She's she's not one of the hot in Cleveland <laughs> girls. <laughs> we only got two Golden Girls left, guys. Get your DVDs now. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna go like hotcakes once they're all gone. <laughs> Those things will be on eBay for a fraction of the cost <laughs> that you bought them for. <laughs> <laughs> they'll never get your money, but they're good. They're good. But uh, I like the Golden. But yeah, I mean, I I just love the whole Cantina scene. Did you have another question besides the Golden Girls question? <laughs> <laughs> the Golden Girls question. He oh, was oh, asked oh. about the Cantina members. The Golden Girls were not in the Cantina. No, they weren't in the Cantina except for B. Arthur. Go ahead. Right. Um, but no. So I just I. I like the idea of oh the, there was a Devronian which was the devilish looking guys. That's the yeah yeah yeah, cool yeah, yeah, the horns. Horns. yeah 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 he had two he horns like two horns yeah exactly yeah I liked him um, but uh, I know this a lot of the species but I don't remember like the names of individual well, you're characters one up on me on and then there was the twin gr- twin women that had like the beehive haircut yeah, I, like, yeah. I can't remember what the but they've never made a figure of them really yeah. Hmm. They make uh, one of the, I think they, they're they called. One of the devil? They're like the Tonka twins or something like that. Tanika, Tanika twins. Tanika That's what they're known as. So twins. Man, there's something wrong with me to know all this shit. I know. <laughs> I'm like looking at you and I'm like, fuck, really? You could be saying they're like. I probably got that wrong too. They're the Tonka twins. Okay, really? I didn't know. Sure, go with that. All right. So then we had Shane uh, on Facebook. He asked, "What is the worst of the '80s properties? Like, out of all the '80s properties, what's the worst one?" Wow. Yeah, that's that's tough. Because there are some bad some stuff. stinkers in there, yeah. Yeah. You want to say Tiger Sharks? I thought about them, but I watched it. <laughs> I did too, but it looked good. Um, I don't know. God. I mean, there were some shitty toys for them too. Yeah. We'll go with Tiger Sharks. Aerators weren't good. No, those weren't good Those either. were horrible toys. I'm going to go Aerators then. Okay. Because I, I can't do Tiger Sharks because I watched it. I enjoyed it. It was bad though. I liked um, this other thing. Like I liked Dino Riders, but it, there wasn't a cartoon. Dino Riders. I don't think there was a cartoon for them. There was a comic book, but there. I don't think what was, was the dinosaurs and Cadillacs? Was that nineties? Early nineties, yeah, late eighties. So I think so. That was horrible too. Yeah. Um, 
Battletoads. <laughs> that was fucking. That was rancid. That's just a bad idea, Ninja Turtle copy. The cartoon sucked balls. The video game was not that great. Yeah. It was horrible. I liked it. But I think that was early 90s. I liked it. Did you really? <laughs> I thought it was okay. Piece of shit. I thought it was okay. Nah. I, I'll go I'll go Tiger Sharks. I'll, I'll go Air Raiders. Air Raiders. I can't do it with Tiger Sharks. Like I said, I watched it. Yeah, I seen the it toys before. sucked, though. Yeah, they were they were bad. The toys really sucked. Uh, what, are the, what are the big Cart- ones? Let's go with the 80s. Okay. G.I. Joe, Transformers, Masters of the Universe. We'll go Star Wars and Thundercats, which is the worst of them. And Voltron. Well, I only get only do okay, five. Doing five. The, the okay. big five. Okay, that's well, the big but, five. Well, Star Wars isn't an '80s franchise, but a lot of the toys came out in the '80s. Sure, but he's just he's saying well, 80, our whole fucking he's saying, he's saying '80s properties. So it wasn't an '80s property. You just don't want to bet. Okay, we'll take Star Wars out. Well, you can't. You weren't going to put it last <laughs> anyways. No, I'm not. <laughs> so we'll, we'll put Voltron in there. You so you have easy target? No, Voltron <laughs> wasn't easy target. Voltron's not my choice. What's your choice out of those five? Yeah. You know which one's you my choice. <laughs> Masters of the Universe would be my choice. You son of a bitch. I still liked it. You're a whore. But out of those five, You're it's going to be. Out of those five, it's going to be that. No. It's going to be that. It's going to be Thundercats, and you no. know it. No, I love Thundercats. Above all that? Uh, no, above Masters of the Universe. Yes. No. No, you're wrong. For me, in that, You're out, dead of those, wrong. out of those five. Okay, so we said Transformers, G.I. Yeah. Joe, yeah. Masters of the Universe, Voltron, and Thundercats. All right. Okay. Number one for me would be Transformers. Number two for me would be G.I. Joe. Number three for me would be Voltron. Number just, just go. Number on. four would be Thundercats. I'm not even paying attention. And number five would be Masters of the Universe. I'm not even paying attention. What order do you put them in? Not that order. I know not that order for you, so tell me what your order is. I don't even... I'm at a loss for words. Just... Just fucking tell me. Thundercats would be last. Okay. Voltron would be four. Okay. Transformers... Probably Masters and G.I. Joe. Okay, so G.I. Joe be number one, Masters be number two. Yeah. Today. Today. <laughs> That's making a change. I haven't got a new Masters figure since... Um, I bought the Skeletor with the battle damage, battle armor Skeletor. Yeah. And then I got the two at the Columbus show. I got Vicor and I got Orco. Okay. Those are the last ones I bought. Okay. So I'm a little behind. And then uh, with my figure buying purchases, I'm, I don't have any room to <laughs> but, put this shit. But th- this is but this is what makes our show good is because you and I have differing opinions about the same. Properties. It's not even a different opinion; it's just fucking out and out wrong. It's no, a, it's not wrong. It's a blatant lie. It's not wrong. It's my opinion. It's not it's wrong. Wrong. No, it's not. Whatever. You like the Flash, so your opinion is <laughs> out the window. <laughs> Moving on. Flash is awesome. Moving on. So uh, then, he also, is, then he also then he also we also have uh, favorite play set. That we owned or we didn't have and that wanted. You, that you owned. Oh, well, I'm the GM Joe headquarters was okay. my favorite place that I owned. Yeah. I played with that thing forever. USS Flag. <laughs> <laughs> God damn I think, it. I think we've covered this enough times, but yeah. Did you have Castle Grayskull too? Yeah. I hate you. I yeah, did. I did. See, that's the one I wanted and never got, the right. original Castle Grayskull. Yeah, the place that's the place that I wanted that I never got, there's two. The Hive? From sectars? No, that I think it was like five feet tall. That would have been cool. It's just tall as a kid. It would have been cool. Fuck yeah! You could have um, got in it, and right? <laughs> the door. Um, the t- the two to the mask Elder Hill gas station place. No, I did not have that. I didn't want that one though. Okay, was it? Sorry, um, mask. I can think of three play sets. No, I love mask, but I just didn't care for the Boulder Thunder Hill thing. Um, there's three play sets I can think of. One's not really a play set, but it kind of is. Millennium Falcon. Kind of, a, kind, kind of a kind of a place set. set. Yeah. It, I mean, it was pretty big. And so. Yeah, it's kind of a place set. Um, I never had Cat's Lair. 
for yeah, the Thundercats. Yeah. I didn't have any of the Thundercats toys. I didn't either. But the Cat Slayer looked cool. Yeah. I don't know, I think I didn't have any, like, I owned or bought any, but somehow there was one either, like, I traded a kid for or um, my mom bought at a garage sale. I had a Lino or something. Okay. Probably the num- I saw it in the garage. Probably the number one that I wanted that I didn't have was the Copa Teratron. Yeah. That was awesome. That would have been cool. My cousin had it. I was so jealous. It was so I got to play with it at least. You know how jealous that you were of your cousin? That's how I sit in his chair. Mister, <laughs> I had a flag. <laughs> so uh, then he said, maybe, uh, maybe. And it's like I'm adult now. I can buy whatever the fuck I want. I've got the money to do it. But where the fuck am I going to put a six foot playset? I don't know. Where am I going to put it? You can't. You can't I can't make a bed out of it. <laughs> where you need to get a folding table and have uh, what is it? Four by eight space confined right. in your house just to set that. And then table. paint it blue, paint the table blue. Oh, for the ocean. For I get ocean. maybe a blue tablecloth. There you go. Whatever. I, I digress. And I don't know what this was supposed to mean, but he said maybe. And I am your father. Favorite fathers for Father's Day. Oh, Darth Vader. Okay, that's my favorite. Ah, <laughs> uh, favorite father. Favorite father. Thomas Wayne. No, no, no. no. Uh. Thomas Wayne because he died. Spider-Man's dad's dead too. Yeah, I'm, like, uh, there's not really a whole lot of fathers out there. Especially the, Superman's dead. Especially his the, dad's dead too. Right. Now. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, no, 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 no. Thor's dad. Odin? Yeah. But I'm, I'm trying to think of, I'm trying to think in the Star Joes universe. Though. Odin. Oh. <laughs> there's not really a whole lot of fathers in the yeah, Star Yeah, they really recommend their families. No. Um, Master of the Universe. You can go Duke's, King Randor. That's a Duke's father. dad did appear in G.I. Joe Renegades. And King Randor actually is the father of Adam, which right. is He-Man. Right. So you can go with Technically, that. Technically, you can go there. Um, Jaga wasn't... I don't think it was the wasn't father. He was just an elder. Right. He was just an elder. Um, Maybe Father Figure. I'll go with that. Father Figure? George Michael? That's your favorite? It's <laughs> a good song. No, I, I might go with Jaga. Probably insert it here if you want. <laughs> I'm the 
yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, that's creepy, isn't right. it? It's still a good song, right. and I like it, but... Yeah. Oh, it's a creepy song. It gives you the vibe. It gives yeah. you the vibe. So then we have uh, the last question from NFC. Uh, Cobra Commander versus Grand Moff Tarkin. Who wins? Fuck. I have to go Grand Moff Tarkin. Realistically, you would probably yeah. have to. Because... Cobra, Cobra Commander would, looks cooler. I he will would give you sound that. the retreat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> retreat. Cobra, Cobra Commander looks cooler. Yeah. I'll give you that. But Grandma Tark- Tarkin's a—he's a cold motherfucker. Right now, if you put him <laughs> against Destro, right, I think Destro's going to win. Oh yeah, yeah. Wrist yeah. Rock is just blast. Yeah, I'd go Destro in that case. Yeah. But yeah, I think you have to go Tarkin if it's up against Cobra Commander. Yeah, so. I, I would agree with that. As much as it pains me. <laughs> all right, so that's all we had as far as listener feedback. Finally, yeah. <laughs> now, now we're like Three hours in, an hour and a half into the episode. Yeah, sure. Well, I had some. Uh, we were talking, uh, and we wanted to go over some stuff for uh, Joe Con and some stuff from Toy Fair, and we never really got to it. Right. So I have it here, so I might as well go over it. Joe Con, they're celebrating thirty years of GI Joe, which passed. Uh, basically, some new vehicles we're looking at getting is the Cobra Crimson Hiss Tank, the G.I. Joe Vamp, right. the G.I. Joe Black Dragon. There's a new Sky Striker coming out. Obviously, I'm jacked about that. Yep. Uh, the G.I. Joe Cycle Armor, which is a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. And there's a new uh, Cobra Hiss Attack Scout. Okay. Smaller. And some new figures we're getting. You can let me know if you will. I'll go over these individually. Okay. Let me know if you're interested in picking them up or not. Yep. Well, the Joe Connor was a 25th anniversary dial tone. And I looked online on eBay, and one of them's going for 150 bucks. Holy shit! Word, the carded <laughs> one. Yeah, I'm, I'd like to get it, but I'm not going to uh, do that. Yeah. Uh, we have Blowtorch. I want to pick this up. Yeah, that'd be a cool one. We have Snake Eyes as yeah. a Temple Guardian. I'm good. Depends. Yeah, on. It depends on what it looks like. <laughs> Crockmaster. I got him. Okay, um, that's a repaint. I'm going to pass yeah. on it. I, I got him because uh, I didn't have. There's him, a so. Cobra Trooper. Yeah, that looked that looked pretty cool. I'm yeah. going to get that. Uh, the Jungle Bat. Uh, yeah, I, I said that one looked kind of cool because they had the big Gatling gun. Yeah, I'm going to pass on it. I'm not too... I love the bats. I do too, but I'm not... Yeah. There's a Cobra Alley Viper. No. Nah. I'm passing on it. Uh, Storm Shadow Ninja. Yeah. I'm going to pass on that again. Another repaint. Well, actually, I might get that one because I don't have a Storm Shadow. Okay. And that one looked pretty cool to me. All right, there's a, a Cobra Rock Viper. Nah. Rock might get it. Rock, rock get the Rock <laughs> Viper. Yeah, I'm going to pass on it. Uh, General Hawk. Might get that. I'm going to get that one. That looks pretty cool. Steel Brigade. Do you know who Steel Brigade was? No. Let me see if I can find it here real fast for you. Steel Brigade was actually a mail-away figure, and you could name him whatever you wanted to. Okay. So he had the ability to be whoever you want. It was supposed to be like you as a G.I. Joe. Nice. But he had like a helmet on, and there's like different versions that came up as far as the mail-away. Uh, God, what year was he? 87, 88, somewhere around there. Steel Brigade, Steel Brigade. Give me a minute here. We can edit this out. <laughs> Steel Brigade. That's what you think. I know, right? <laughs> I have my... Uh, you don't control the editing. <laughs> the, guy, the ultimate guide to G.I. Joe. Uh, I definitely recommend as a Joe you know, fan to pick this book up. Right. There's two different versions. There's is there an index or something? There probably is. I don't know why I'm not looking for it. <laughs> I don't know why I'm not looking for it either. There he is. Okay. I remember he's 87. Um, oh, so he wears a mask, so you can't even... It could be Yeah, anyone. it could be you. And there's all the different versions that came out, just different subtle hints. Okay. And this one was the the other version that came out. Okay. But this is pretty much the thing. It's so just, he had, it's, he it's had beige pants. Yeah, he had beige pants, kind of like a green vest, vest and then shirt. blue shirt, long sleeve shirt. Black gloves. He's wearing a silver helmet. 
Yeah, he's he's a kit bash of different you know characters yeah. here. In the description, I might give you a little bit of more. Yeah, of who it was. But okay, it, it, some of them had like uh, like airborne <clears throat> pants on, and some had dude pants, and some had a knife, and some didn't. I'd, I'd troop build him. Troop build him? Yeah, why not? I don't know. Then they could be the Steel Brigade. The Steel Brigades. Yeah, that's cool. Because the brigade is like a unit, so. right? So I mean, I definitely would pick that one up. Uh, I didn't have that one growing up as a child. I thought it looked kind of wonky, so I didn't. Yeah. Uh, and then we're getting uh, another Cobra Commander. Okay, I think I might pick that one up. Uh, we're getting Iron Grenadier. Iron Spider- Grenadier looked pretty cool. Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't know. Huh. Uh, crazy legs. So yeah. I'm going to pick that one up. Uh, another Viper, which looked pretty cool, like the regular Cobra right. Viper. And then the the San Diego Comic Con exclusive, you're going to get Zorana, uh, the regular version and the Cold Slither right. version. So I do want to try to get those. I'm going to try to get those on Maddie Collector, no Hasbro.com. Gotcha. HasbroToyShop.com after the show. Okay. Uh, you're getting a GI Joe Renegades Duke figure. Nah, yeah. I doubt it. Uh, <laughs> then also the San Diego uh, Comic Con Sky Striker exclusive. It's the right. Starscream. Cobra Commander. I know it looks really cool, but the price point on that. It was eighty bucks, but I'm getting confirmation now that it's going to be fifty bucks. That's still, I don't know. Fifty bucks. Fifty bucks, not too bad. Though the regular one's going to be thirty four ninety nine in the store. The problem is, I'm not going to get it for fifty bucks online. People, Unless HasbroToyShop.com does not right, sell out. If right. they sell out, then you're not going to get it. Yeah, because you're going to be looking at secondary market at a hundred bucks minimum. Well, people are already listing at like hundred and fifty. There you go. So yeah. Uh, see the regular issue though it's going to be anywhere between twenty nine ninety nine and thirty four ninety nine. Okay. For the regular one, um, uh, another character I want to get is sci fi. Yeah, I want to get sci fi. Lifeline, I definitely want to get that. They're doing Tunnel Rat from the Renegades cartoon, but he looks really sweet, so I might okay. pick that one up. There's a zombie viper. Yeah. We'll zombie? See. Yeah. I don't know. I like um, zombies. There's but... a resolute stalker, which I might pick up. He had the the dreads in the back. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Uh, Hazard viper. Okay. Yeah, I doubt it. Yeah. Uh, Storm Shadow from the Renegades. I'm going to pass yeah, on that. Good. Uh, Cobra Data Viper. Nah, I doubt it. Yeah. Uh, Eskimo Quinn. Okay. So yeah. Quinn. I'm going definitely right. going to pick that. This is the first release of this figure ever. I need a Doctor Venom to go with Quinn. Right. And they're showing up in the Real American Hero comic books. So right. I'm going to be all over that. Uh, Firefly is a Renegade. Okay. The Renegades version. I'm going to pass. Have on they that. done Doctor Venom as a figure? No. Ooh, uh, take that back. It was a like a club exclusive a year or two ago, but it was at the Action Force team. Okay, that it, it's kind of weird. It's not like uh, remember how they had the old school GI Joes, yeah. the bigger versions. Well, yeah. they did a, a version of Doctor Venom like that, but they shrunk him down uh, okay. to a three and three quarter figure. Okay, so yeah. it said Doctor Venom, but I don't. Yeah, yeah, they're hard to get a hold of. Uh, Snake Eyes as a renegade, they're doing him. Scarlet as a renegade, I might get the Scarlet one. It did look pretty cool. Okay, uh, the Cobra Trooper as a renegade, airtight. Okay. But it said Renegade version, but it looked like the regular Airtight, so I might get it. Okay. Uh, Ripcord has a Renegade, who is the black Ripcord. Right. They're good doing that again. Uh, Cobra Commander is a Renegade. Pass. Uh, Cobra Techno Viper. That looked okay, maybe. Law and Order as a Renegade, but it doesn't look like the classic Law and Order. Okay. It's a little bit different. Uh, I'm, I'm going to get you Ripcord for Christmas. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> I'll give it back to you for your birthday or something. <laughs> Regifted. Uh, they, they had a concept... Uh, for the USS flag, uh, it was the concept of for a playset, but they're mm-hmm. never going to make it. Yeah, it's too expensive. Yeah, these days, I know. Now there was also a GI Joe subscription for 2011. The full details are coming out the end of summer or the beginning of fall. Okay, it's going to be two figures a month, carded, twelve figures in six months. Okay, twenty fifth anniversary style. 
Uh, you should subscribe at any time. But if you subscribe at the beginning, you, you get a bonus 13th figure. Okay. And you can uh, get more than one subscription, so you can multiple subscribe. Right. Uh, same thing Maddie's kind of doing with their He-Man and Ghostbusters. Okay. Uh, they're debating whether or not if the names are going to be revealed or not, because Mattel doesn't really reveal all the names before you buy. Right. So they don't, they're debating whether or not they should do that. Just okay. here's the figures if you want to buy them, if not, whatever. And uh, shipping, and they will, uh, you can, they're debating whether they're going to be shipping separate or ship all together. Okay. So, I don't know, depending on shipping costs. Right. Like, if you get multiple subscriptions, maybe they'll ship them all together. Uh, or the figures will be shipped to, if you buy one subscription, they'll be shipped together. They, they don't think they'll be shipped separately. Gotcha. Uh, Joe Con, uh came in past and went, and they had some exclusives. Uh, so a lot of people took advantage of those. I wrote the names down. I mean, we can go over them if you wanted to. Yeah. Joe Con's past. So yeah. yeah. Let's try to skip that. All right. Uh, I think that's about all I had for that. All right. Well, we got a ton of issues to get into. Yeah, no doubt. So uh, let's get into our From Springfield to Tatooine. From Springfield to Tatooine. All right. So uh, we have uh, 17 issues to go over. Yeah. So So, I like them all. (laughs) So we talked about possibly doing this. And so maybe this would be a good opportunity to do this. Is People seem to like our banter a lot more. And they kind of tune out when we cover the issues. Right. So we try to go to stripper format. Right. Which would give you a little bit of information, not just read the damn book. But I think since we have so many books, maybe what we're going to do is maybe we just... We're going to go to horror format. We're just going to go into whether we liked it and then just get into the discussion of why we liked it or didn't like it or whatever like that. You guys let us know if you like this or if you actually do like us going over like a quick summary of what happened in the issue. Yeah, we'll, we'll try this this new uh, here. Right. Because a lot of people, they tell us, hey, we like the show, uh, we like the arguments, the banner's good, the dialogue between you guys are good. Uh, you guys cover comics and I kind of tune out. Right. But I'm like, <laughs> we started off as a comic book podcast and then you guys are like, it's a backhanded slap, but I like that you're listening. Yeah, we're not going to stop covering the comics, but we thought maybe we'll just get into... Save some time. Save some time and actually get into just like the actual discussion about the issues. So, right. um, so like I said, if you guys like the summaries, let us know. But if you like this, us just talking about the issues, we're still going to cover each issue individually. So, right. um, as far as talking about whether we like it or not, and if, you know, if we need to, we'll just, sometimes we might cover an issue for a while. And sometimes we might just move right on to the next one. So, but we had 17 issues. How, do you know how many by bars? I'm going to go one at a time here. Okay. Give All right. A, I didn't really count them out. I know you did. You fucker. Shut up. All right, so anyways. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Jesus. Just shut up. You did some work once. My God. Um, so anyways, uh, what you you want to talk about the... I see you already have your Real American Hero issues out, so do you want to yeah, cover those? Yeah, let's go into that really All quickly right. here. So what do you have for these? It was... Just to let you know, it was... Uh, well, we could still cover... I, I would recommend buying both of these. <laughs> we could still cover, like, who's on them and whatever, but... Um, so we have issue 164, excuse me, uh, G.I. Joe, Real American Hero, issue 164 and 165, both done, written by Larry Hama and both art being done by S.L. Gallant. Right. So you're saying buy for both of them? I'm saying buy for both. Okay, I had a buy for 164 and a snarf for 165. You are such a homo. No, I'm not. You are such a... Larry Hama's God, let me read, let me buy everything he ever. I just want to drink from the ladle of Hama. 
I know, but it doesn't mean that everything he does is good. It ain't snarf material. <laughs> yes, it is. All right, well, let's get in. All right, 164. 164. So basically, I mean, we, we don't have to talk about summary, but, like, what you like about it? What made it a buy for you, other than the fact uh, that it's Larry Hamill? I like the fact that the Baroness was being held prisoner. Uh, they, they got her out. Uh, the, the Dreadnoughts were there. Uh, they, they deployed the bats. Destro saved the Baroness. Uh, all in all, it was a good issue. We saw some new people. We saw Sneak Peek. We got a look at yep. Spirit. We actually uh, thought Spirit Sky Striker. We actually yeah. thought Spirit died in this issue too. Yeah, because he he stopped an explosion. All of a sudden, there's a big boom, and it's like, whoa! You think he died? Did yeah. Spirit die? And there's, uh, there's a classic ninja fight here with Storm Shadow yep. and Snake Eyes. So I, I dig that. Yeah, the only thing I didn't like with the issue, because again, it's going back to the cheese factor, um, was the part where Cobra Commander's in the little uh, rickshaw, rickshaw, yeah, like and that. he's got the televiper running next to him with Doctor Mindbender, and, and he's giving orders, and I'm like, but really. So see, just, uh, there's a panel in here also with Zartan morphs from the Baroness to Zartan, and that's yeah. pretty, pretty badass. Yeah, um, but yeah, that part was just kind of hokey for me because I'm just like, really? I mean, that's it was just that's cheesy. the hokey part. Not when uh, Storm Shadow touches Snake Eyes and cures him from the brainwave scan. No, because that was that was that's real ninja. That's shit? ninja shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> I gotcha. That's not the hokey part. That's just ninja shit. That's, that, that shit could happen. That's just ninja shit. So. All right, so then let's get into uh, the total opposite one that we had, which was G.I. Joe 165. Uh, now, I actually did enjoy this book. It's after the after the Sky Striker comes and they blow up the Rattler. There's all kinds of debris. They're trying to bomb the pit. Uh, and we find out Spirit lives, so that's yeah. good news. Uh, that part I was fine with because yeah. I'm like, it, I, that's suspending disbelief. That was kind of a, hanger, yeah. It's like... Okay, I thought well, you wouldn't like that. No, that he, was fine with that. Uh, the only way Spirit would have lived is if he uh, no. found a, a ditch. It's, a, it's a comic book and song. He yeah. his, I did find a ditch to right. <laughs> live in. So that's a cool. comic book. I can deal with that. Um, we got a nice air fight here of uh, Wild Weasel and Ace. That was so one that of my was good. That was one of my problems. You didn't like that air fight? No, because I got every fucking military term described to me on every panel. It was Larry Hama telling me. I know these fucking military terms. I get it. I know you were in the military. I know you know military terms. I don't need wow. you to describe every other panel. Dude, look at, okay, look that's at, just Larry no. Hammer being Larry Hammer. No, that's look, what he does. I, I, it drove me crazy. I told you, me crazy. I told you, I had to put this book down three times to get through, or pick it up three times to actually get through it because I was like, okay, you're taking me out of the story like left and right. He he puts on this panel. He's talking about. Uh, HUD, which is the heads-up display, and I'm like, okay. And then he goes, LGB, uh, LGBs, which is laser-guided bomb, and then he's talking about something else on the next panel, uh, Sparrow Radar Guided Air-to-Air Mist. Like, What's the AIM-75s? AIM you don't know those? But what I'm saying, right, he's telling me what these yeah, things are. I'm like... Yeah, well, that's good because layman's, I don't know what he's talking about. But he didn't need to put him in there. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. He likes to give you the technical He likes readout. to... I know, and that makes it boring. I think he I'm likes not, to drop military jargon on I'm you. not reading a technical manual. I'm reading a G.I. Joe book. <laughs> but it's real. And then... <laughs> at, the, at the end of it, though, at the end of the book, I like the fact where they take uh, Billy, which was the Dr. Venom, and Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes... And they they take him through the subconsciousness, and they they put him on a a, a, a boat or a canoe, a, a kayak, with Eskimo Quinn. Yeah, oh, I like that part. I thought That's that part awesome. was really cool because back in GI Joe, it almost lore, saved it for me. <laughs> back in the old school GI Joe lore, back in the issue twenties, uh, Doctor Venom killed Quinn. Right. So now he has to face the man he killed. Right. But then and this looks exactly how he looked when he was buried. 
because yeah. they buried him like this with his weasel necklace, and they they put the boat out to see like Viking style burial. Yeah. Then the other problem I had was Snake Eyes in in the battle. He's giving like all these different like life lesson terms and shit like no, that. No, it's not Snake Eyes, it's Storm Shadow. Or Storm Shadow, I mean. Snake Eyes doesn't talk. Yeah, right. <laughs> Storm Shadow, I'm sorry. But yeah, he's giving like these life lessons and I'm like, you're in a battle, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. like it just was like, it was, it was like, let me put in a bunch of life lessons from the ninja in some panels and then the panels with the air fight, let me put every fucking military term I know in here. And I was you just, get the best of both worlds. No, I don't need a, a technical readout. I need a good story. Like, I looked through this, and I actually looked at it from an editor standpoint. I would have edited so many things. Oh, just shut up. And the story... W- that's the problem, is that... Shut up. Carlos Guzman, who's the editor... You don't edit Larry Hammer. That's Hama. what I'm saying. He's you not. don't. That's, well, then why have an editor? You don't need one. Well, uh, you shouldn't get a credit. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Take his name off. He's probably you know a who's fake, the editor? He, Larry Hammer. He's probably a fake person. <laughs> he probably doesn't exist. <laughs> right. That's what Larry Hammer calls his penis. And that issue shouldn't have existed, so... All right, wow. so... <laughs> Buy it. Go ahead and get a copy. Uh, no. It's a good cover. Don't you like the cover? I like the cover. The, the ace cover and I the like, other one. I, got I the, like uh, the cover. Billy Venom cover. Yeah, yeah, I like the covers. All right. It has nothing to do with the story and the writing. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it sucked. Killing. Um, you just fucking hate him. And anything no, I him. don't hate him. Anything I, good in life you hate. Hey, number 164 I said was a buy. Good. And you number 165 I said was a snarf. So evidently I like some of the stuff he does and other stuff he does I don't like so much. You could have just borrowed it. You didn't have to snarf it. No, I didn't like it enough. Wait till we get to the start. When I have to pick up a book three times to finish it. You were probably distracted and watching TV. No. I was like, I can't handle this. I gotta put it down. Oh my god. I gotta put it down for a little bit. That blew your mind. No, it didn't. I know you. You're a pretty smart guy. It didn't blow my mind, but I was like, I'm getting tired of reading it this way. Oh my god. You're probably tired. It wasn't so much blowing my mind. It was just the fact of like, you know what? I'm getting tired of all these technical terms he's throwing in here. That's Larry though, dude. That's just Larry being Larry. I don't need Larry being Larry. I don't need a good story. If you don't want Larry being Larry, don't read G.I. Joe. I need Joe. a good story. I That's to, a good story. I have to read G.I. Joe. I know. <laughs> we don't have to read Star Trek. No, well, I don't. Let's go. I don't have to read Star Trek. Let's, uh, let's jump on to Star Wars, Darth Vader, and the Lost Command. We have okay. two, three, and four. <clears throat> right. Which uh, all were buys for me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> this Straight up buys. This we can agree on. Guys, when this shit comes out in trade, do yourself a favor. If you're not buying the issues already... Get this story. This shit was good. It's good. Um, yeah, we didn't get to cover this much recently, so we had two, three, and four all pile up on us. But yeah, um, it's it's good art. He's got phenomenal. Yeah, you know, he's yeah. got uh, the guy under his command. I think it was Captain Shale or something like that. Mm-hmm. Turned traitor on him. Yeah, uh, because he's got ties to Tarkin, which is it's Tarkin. It's, it's Admiral Tarkin's son. son. Yeah. Who they're going, as we had mentioned before, he, they're going to get him. Yeah, and all along, while they're doing this mission, Invaders being betrayed, you see him with glimpses in the past of him and Padme. Right. Which I love that shit. Yeah, that was awesome. It, it almost looks like there's still a little good in him. Maybe he could be saved. He still loves his, you know, Padme. But yeah, he's he's evil when he's Vader. Oh yeah, and he's killing people. And in issue and, number four, I love the cliffhanger. I can't wait for number five. I, I like the cliffhanger at the end of issue three when he's like, "Oh yeah, I, I know who sent you," and he dies, dies next. next. That was really Vader cool. Betrayed, yeah. But then issue number four is, I think that's where he's like tied up and everything else. Oh and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they show like. He's he's about to. Why am I still alive? Yeah, is asking and it's like, like basically it's it's the typical mistake that they always make, like with him and Boba Fett. Yeah, like they tied him up instead of killing him. It's like 
You don't do that. Yeah. Because Vader's going to come back, and he's going to whoop your ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, same thing, and then he has a vision at the end of it for uh, Padme. He says, oh, you finally come for me. She's like, Anakin. And she almost looks pregnant yeah. in this drawing here. He's like, I-, I knew one day you would destroy us both. Yeah. Number three uh, also has a cover that I love. Oh, yeah. Where it's Vader. He's got blaster shots coming at him. The he's clone de- troopers. He's deflecting yeah, the him with first, the... Yeah. He's deflecting his blaster <laughs> shot. The blaster looks like shots he's waiting in a little water. Yeah. Well, it's the tar. Remember, they had to travel no, through yeah, that tar and everything tar, Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he's got the All the covers troopers. are awesome. Oh, my God. Honestly. They're beautiful. You have him fighting in a ship on number two. Yep. You have him uh, with the clone troopers deflecting blaster shots. He's standing over people he just took out. And in number, number four, four, yeah. Yeah. Lightsaber dual battle here. It's yeah. awesome. I, I can't wait for the, the last issue. It's only five issues. I don't want it to end. I know. It's only five <laughs> issues, though. So, that's that's the only downer, I yeah. guess, on it. It's a mini. But he is going to be uh, coming out in Dark Times. Is coming out soon. And that's going to be... It looked like it was going to be a Vader-centric storyline. Yeah. So that's going to be cool. Um, all right. So also let me cover... Uh, Night, since we're on Star Wars, just real briefly, Knight Errant, since that one kind of wrapped that up. Yeah. Um, I, I had that as a borrow. Borrow. Um, I did like the way it ended. I liked the ending with uh, the statues having their heads decapitated mm-hmm. and all that. Uh, this Knight Errant is actually going to come back. They've been doing just miniseries a lot for Star Wars. Yeah. And they basically said that this then led in, like, there's a book that came out. And then the book, you don't have to have read the comic to understand what's going on in the book. And you don't have to read, understand, you don't have to read the book to understand what's <coughs> going to happen in the next comic oh, series. that's cool. So that's good. But Kara Holt is coming back, so which is good. Because I, I like that's the character. character. Yeah. I want to learn more about the character. Yeah. It wasn't the best series. I'm a, I like John Jackson Miller. Yeah, it was okay. But compared I, to... Knight, it's a strong borrow. If yeah. you find it at your library, definitely read it. Yeah, compared it's to... Knight, worth the read. It's yeah. worth a read. Compared to Knights of the Old Republic, it's not his it's, best yeah. writing. So. It, it might not be worth a buy, but it's definitely worth a read. Yeah. All right, so uh, what, what do we got next? Um, I don't know. You want to... Want to do uh, Transformers there? Yeah, we could kick off Transformers okay. 18. Number 18. Uh, Beautiful we, cover of Shockwave. I, I yeah. actually like that. I had the other lot. one, which was... Uh, I think it's Megatron. Megatron over standing over Prime, right? Yeah. So, what'd you have for this? Oh, buy. Yeah, this was a buy. Solid buy. Yeah, definite buy. Basically, what we have here is uh, the, the Transformers, the humans, Megatron, and he's trying to convince him... Megatron's trying to convince Prime... Uh, about the humans, you know, being evil, why are you doing this? And they basically fight each other. Yeah, yeah. And then Megatron stands over Prime, uh, collapse, but then he surrenders himself. Yeah, exactly. And I love the part where... he could have. Uh, it looks like he could have killed him. He yeah. Said, yeah, I surrender, I give up. Yeah, and then he goes, and then he says, uh, why, why did, did you, you do, do this, this Megatron? Yeah. And Megatron's like, I am exactly where I want to be, Prime. And I'm like, ooh. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a plan. You know he's got a plan. And I, I kind of like the new design of Megatron. Where he's a little bit darker. He's got the purple lines. Yeah. The updated look yeah. of him. Yeah, I like. I, I, like, I kind of like it. It's I kind of okay. like it. It's I still okay. like classic Megatron sure, better. It's, it's not better than classic, but but, it's, it's okay. uh, but yeah, with the whole battle, we have Bumblebees <coughs> on life support right now. Yeah, they're trying to Ultra Magnus together, is on yeah. life support. Um, so some bad shit's about to come. And then Prime's alone, thinking by himself. It says uh, alone with his ghosts at the end of the book yep. here. And this is all leading up to chaos. Yeah. Uh, now next month it says space. Opera. The next one's called Space Opera. Um, but all of these are leading up to chaos, which is the big chaos, event yeah. for Transformers. So um, it's definitely a solid buy, guys. Yeah, especially if you're following the Transformers book, like or if you are. just like Transformers. So yeah, it's definitely a good Transformers read. And then speaking of Transformers, might as well crank out the other two, which are 
Heart of Darkness number one and number two. Yeah. Um, these I, were I got borrows. These were borrows for me. Yeah, borrows for both of them. Um, basically, to give you the gist of this, Mega, uh, Galvatron returns, yeah, which Galvatron. is different than Megatron in this universe. Galvatron, he goes to this place called Gorlin Prime, which is where a lot of uh, civilization was at one time, and he had a lot of people there, or not people, but Decepticons oh, there. And uh, he basically goes there because he's being called there by the Heart of Darkness, which is what brought him back to life. And he finds this uh, portal, this dimensional portal in there, which kind of plays into the whole infestation that happened thing. It kind of a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Um, just as he's about to enter this di- interdimensional portal, that's when RC shows up with, uh, I can't remember who else is that she shows up with her, but I think it's like Shellhead or something like that. But they blast him, and then he's able to actually over overtake them and actually enter the portal which he finds all all these different versions of Galvatron and Megatron and all that type of stuff. And it gets pretty crazy, but... Yeah, it's convoluted. Yeah, RC is not dead at the end of that issue, even though it seems like she was tossed aside and taken out. But uh, he basically, at the end of this, says... uh, It's called a devoid is what was speaking to him in the portal. Mm-hmm. And he, when Galvatron comes back, because he was basically pulled back out of there, uh, he says the devoid is coming. It feeds upon the robotic spark of life. It devoured the whole population of this world, which was Gorlin Prime. Uh, this world simply... Uh, it devoured the whole population of this world simply to wake up. Nice. Uh, it is coming for us, the richest source of sustenance it can find. It is coming for Cybertron. So, uh, he basically wants to raise an army. Yeah. And he says, the Autobots and Decepticons side by side. So, which, that could be very cool. He wants, like, Cybertronians. Yeah, he basically says, you know, this this is a threat so big, we have to put our differences aside, and we have to fight together. And a lot of Transformers stories, you'll see Megatron try to do that, or use that as a tactic. Right. To try to either work with them, the Autobots, for what good of... Right. The, now, this is Galvatron... Or, or try to dupe them. Right. Now, this is Galvatron, which is different than what Megatron, we know yeah. of Galvatron. It's not the Megatron converted into Galvatron. Right. It's just a whole So, entity. who knows if he's going to be able to convince people, but I'm kind of interested to see where it goes. That's yeah. why it's kind of a borrow it's for a borrow. me. Um, I wasn't too big of a fan of some of the art. Like, RC looks really wonky yeah, in like it the, and stuff yeah. like that. But it's not bad art. It's, it's just, not the best Transformers art we've seen. No. I'm interested. I have a feeling maybe the next issue or two could be a buy for me because yeah, the, the regular Transformer book has the A-list artist guys on it. And this miniseries here uh, was a Hearts and Darkness, Heart of Darkness, Heart of Darkness. This is, now this has Abnett and Landing in it, who, a who I really like. That's the writers. The art is uh, Ulysses Fairness, it, the B-list team. It's so, a JV. Well, no, Abnett and Landing are A-list the as far as writer. The artist, yeah. Big. But I don't know if it's the pencils, the ink, or the colorist, or whatever. Yeah, but so we'll see where that we'll, we'll see where it goes. It's JV. Yeah, we'll see we'll see where this it goes. Is the the regular one is the varsity. We'll see where it goes. Yeah. So why don't right. you do the other uh, Star Wars one really quick? Okay, and we'll do uh, some. Uh, and I gotta get this infestation stuff out of the way. That was crap. We'll, we'll cover it real quick. All we'll right. cover it real quick. But uh, all right, the last Star Wars thing to cover here is dark. Well, we have the the Boba Fett. Oh, yeah. We, okay, we have a few more Star Wars things to cover. Did you want to save that one for last? No. We can save it. We'll just keep going. Okay. Just crank it on through. Crank it on through, baby. Dark, Dark Horse Presents number one, which for me was a borrow. Yeah, I didn't really care for that. I'm going um, to start that. Really? I didn't. 
Well, you all know the history of the character. Yeah, I guess that's maybe why. This is—it's it's really hard to follow for me. This is the start of uh, Emp- uh, *Crimson Empire* three. And what I'm basing this on is just the <laughs> one story that I read in it. For what I read, and for the price point on the book, it's seven ninety nine. It didn't. I, yeah, and I and I bought. I didn't buy it for seven ninety nine. I got it at a big discount. But there's more than this one story. Right. There's a lot of stories in here, but the only Star Wars story is the Crimson Empire story. And that's kind of why you bought it. Right. That's for why that. I bought it. And, and, and for that reason and alone, and the story's of, not that great, four pages, five pages. See, I really like the story in it, but I've read Crimson Empire. Yeah. We need to cover Crimson Empire. You yeah. might get a lot more out of this. Maybe I'll change my mind, but as of right now, with the price point, yeah. short story, basically what we have really hard to follow yeah. for me. Basically, what we have is Starf. we have the art's awesome though. Well, yeah, it looks great. It's, yeah. it's very appealing to the eye. Um, Kier Kanos, which is a main character from Crimson Empire, he's a bounty hunter, and he hunts down this one guy. And the whole time, he's thinking about this woman who he had encounters with in the past, and who no, wasn't he one of the Crimson Guards? He was one of the Crimson Guards. Yeah, okay. And he felt like uh, they had a connection, but just because of circumstances, they were never able to basically hook up. Well, here we find out that, uh, and her name's Mirith. Yeah, she's kind of hot. Yeah, she's hot. And here we find out that she's been thinking about him also, but her thoughts of him is that next time she sees him, she's going to kill him. So So there's some miscommunication somewhere. Right. (laughs) Someone thought someone was getting lucky and someone's like, I'm gonna spit on you next time I see you. Uh, and I kinda have We've all been there. We've all been there. (laughs) We kinda I kinda have this mapped out already that before we cover Crimson Empire three, which is supposed to come out this fall, Mm -hmm. we will do a spotlight on Crimson Empire one and two. So you'll have a chance to read them before we do the third. Yeah, it's so just, you'll probably get more out of it then. Your typical uh you know, she wasn't picking up my vibe, I thought she was. And then she well he thinks there's something there. She thinks she wants to kill him. Yeah. So, you know. It happens. That's how any great relationship starts. So. Yeah. <laughs> bag of peyote. Right. Well, let's see. What else do we have Star Wars-wise? We have the Pound Clone Star Wars, Wars uh, free comic book day edition, which had Savage Press. Yeah. Uh, I, I, would, I, I wouldn't give it a buy because it's free, <laughs> so I'm going to give it a borrow. <laughs> Well, you're not giving it back to them, though. I, I give it a pickup because it's free. <laughs> I give it a pickup. <laughs> That's the new one. That's a new uh, caveat. I, 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 I give it a pickup. I, I give it a buy or your case of pickup. Now, on the other half of that, it's a half book. Right. Is Avatar. Yeah. Um, you don't need to flip the book over. Right. <laughs> no. But just for the story that was in here for yeah, the comic book the, day. Yeah, the yellow Darth Maul character. Right. It's, it's the brother of yeah. Darth Maul. Right. Uh, he shows up to... He says... I'm here to warn you. I think it was Garrick's was the hut. Uh, Garrick's the hut. He goes. I'm here to warn you that Jedi are coming, and Garrick's. So you're in danger. And Garrick's is like, well, of course I know that. I already know the Jedi are coming, so I'm not in danger. He goes, no, you understand because the Jedi are coming yeah. is why you're in danger because Count Dooku sent me. And he hacks for a free comic book day. This is pretty graphic. Yeah. He yeah. hacks away the hut, and they don't really show it. Until the after effects, and they actually show like the chopped the pieces, up, yeah, the pieces and everything else. I thought he was going to put them on a barbecue or something like a hut steak, right? <laughs> and this actually leads into a new Clone Wars story that's going to be coming out. It just says Clone Wars: Strange Allies coming soon. Yeah, <coughs> it's like actually the precursor to that. Yeah, so so that was kind of cool. So I gave it a buy or pick no, up. It's or definitely worth a, a free pickup on Comic Book Day. Yeah, so uh, I'm interested <laughs> to see where it goes. So. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, because we'll cover it as it comes out. Then we had uh, the Boba Fett uh, Star Wars Adventures, Boba Fett and the uh, Ship of Doom. Yeah, 
I actually left that one at home and didn't bring it back to you. you. Fucker. I know. I, I would give it a borrow. Okay. High borrow, but a borrow. I'd give it a, a low buy. Okay. The only reason I'm giving it that is because the price point on it is $7.99. Right. It's digest format. Which I did not pay that for because I get it through DCBS. Right. But if you're buying it retail, $7.99 for a small digest, it's kind of overpriced in my opinion. And it's a very quick read. Yeah. It's a quick read. It's a quick read. I think but I polish this off in less than five minutes. I, no. Not five minutes. Maybe ten. It, it's There's a lot of pages in there, like, But there's not a lot of words. It's not no, very not, No, there's not a lot of words. But there's a lot of story there, unless you were just flipping those. There's no, no words, no, no words, no, no words. I read the whole thing. <laughs> uh, basically, Boba Fett is going after the, opening up the bounty hunters, and there's yeah. a crass land speeder, which I like that. Yeah. Uh, he takes the artifact. It's fake. Right. Uh, but it leads to where the real one, the one would one be. Would go, yeah. Now, he doesn't kill him. Leaves right. him handcuffed to the wreckage there. Right. The game's classic downfall. Right. He gets the coordinates. He goes, finds the, the main ship that this thing was on, uh, starts looking for it. These guys are already Runs there. Runs into these the, other guys. The guys he right. left there. And <clears throat> the other, there's another guy in there who's trying to get the same artifact who right. was there before. And there's all these creatures that are coming at them. They're like spiders, yeah. bug creatures, things like that. Yeah. And uh, basically, we find out at the end, which I thought this is part of what made it it's a, a good twist. Spy, yeah, it's a good twist. Is that there? The, here all along, Boba Fett was hunting this one guy down. He wasn't hunting the artifact down. Right. He was hunting down the uh, the guy who was trying to get the main artifact. Right. And the artifact is what's controlling these creatures. Right. So the twist of it is that he doesn't get the artifact to get like the mega bounty on. Right. He ends up throwing it away so he could save their lives. Right. But the two guys who were there that he left Hank off to the car. They go back after the right. artifact and assume assume die. they die from that. Yeah, they, they assume they die. And he gets this one guy <laughs> out of there, and they survive. And he here we find it, out yeah. that's who he was actually going for. He pays the guy like a hundred thousand dollars royal credits or whatever. The guy says, "I'll pay." Yeah, the guy says, "I'll pay you a hundred thousand, fifty thousand for yeah, something yeah. like that." If you save my life, he so he does hundred. So he does a transfer. He goes make it a hundred. Right. So he ends up taking him. He does he, a transfer around the ship as they're leaving. Right, and then he goes, boy, I'm glad we got out of there, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, yeah, I'm about to take you to wherever it was to turn you in. No, he goes, don't you feel bad because you threw that thing away. You cost yourself a, a million. He goes, well, I might not get a million, but I'll get a lot for your ass. Right, exactly. So, but like, here we found out all along, Boba Fett wasn't going for the artifact. The he was, he the was going for this guy. guy. He yeah. was doing the bounty hunting. Yeah. So that, I like the twist on it. Um, there's no ads in it. No, no, so, it's, it's all comic. Yeah, so for that reason, I understand the price point. The price point, the digest size. They only come, they only come out once per quarter, yeah. so it's not like you're buying this every month. No, no. So, like, the price point didn't bother me so much because, and I didn't mind the digest size because you were still getting a lot of panels. It was just it's like smaller I say, It's a good version. story. I just wouldn't buy it. Yeah, It's yeah. a good story. I'm glad I, I read it. I'm glad I bought it. It's a good story. I'm glad I bought it. So, um, all right, and let, let me get through this infestation stuff. Two snarfs. Um, there was, well, there was three total books for Infestation that we didn't cover, which was Infestation snarf, number two. Snarf, snarf. Infestation number two. Yes. G.I. Joe Infestation number two. And Ghostbusters Infestation number two. I actually kind of like that Ghostbusters one. I know. I had that as a borrow. Borrow. See, why? Well, you said snarf, 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 and then yeah. here one oh, was a borrow. Snarf, snarf. Okay. Infestation number two. But overall, it's a poorly executed. Yeah. Concept. Infestation number two was a snarf. Yeah. They basically brick came back with all the technology. None of the properties showed up in that book again. No, yeah, it was horrible. It was just like it was an excuse to try to sell more robots versus zombies. Yeah, it's bad. bad and they even bad, have bad. come out with infestation 
Outbreak or something like that. It's a miniseries for Robots vs. Zombies. They should call that Infestation Robots vs. Zombies. Uh, G.I. Joe Infestation number two was a snarf for me. Yeah, I didn't like it at all. Um, and the thing that I had a big problem with was at the end of it, like, I thought it was kind of cool. Psych out sacrificed himself to try to stop the whole thing. But at the end, we don't know if this doctor, the scientist that was in there, if he actually ended up escaping. He was following the sound of this bird. I this think raptor. the only person that got out was the Baroness. Baroness and the interrogator. Yeah, that's it. Um, but they don't even show how they got out. Nope. So, although this is a nice boob cleavage shot of yes. Baroness at the end. Um, but yeah, it was it was crap. So, uh, didn't yeah. like that. Now, Ghostbusters infestation, I thought was a borrow. Um, I liked it with the whole State Puff Marshmallow Man. Yeah, that was uh, cool. He became zombified, but then there was they were able to send ghosts into it to try to stop him. Yeah. But that caused the regular State Puff Marshmallow Man to come out. To come out. Yeah. They were kind of battling, and it was it was it was a fun read. It was typical Ghostbusters. Yeah, you had some classic one-liners. Yeah. There, so. so, if anything, out of all the infestation ones, the Ghostbusters, the Ghostbusters one was the best one because it was the only more one that believable. Was consistent. Yeah. Um, also, with the GI Joe one, we never saw Brit. Nope, Brit never showed up. Not at all. No. So it was just a infestation. Sucked. Suck balls. Yeah, infestation sucked. That might be the winner of the suck ball of the year. So let's get into some good stuff. The ball now. sucker of the year. Yeah, let's get into some good stuff here. Uh, so we also had uh, Cobra Civil War number zero came out. Uh, so what'd you have for this? Buy. Yes. Buy two copies. <laughs> this was awesome. Yeah, there's different incentive covers here. Um, so buy them all. <laughs> I actually did buy two of them. Did you know? I got the Tom Feaster cover. I bought it at the uh, store. And then I also got the Antonio Fuso cover. I got cover B here. Which was Gab- uh, Gabrielle Delato. Delato. Which was really cool because that was a Snake, Snake Eyes one. He's got yeah. bloody swords and stuff. Yeah. And it looks almost real. Right. Oh, know. yeah. looks looks like a picture. Painting-esque. A photo. Photo-esque. Um, but basically, this is a setup. Uh, issue. If you ever got yeah. G.I. Joe number zero, it was a setup for G.I. Joe, G.I. Joe Origins, and G.I. Joe Cobra. Yeah. This was a setup for G.I. Joe, Cobra, and Snake Eyes series. Right. And basically in this one, we have Barbecue and a bunch of no-names. Yep. Well, Dead. they have names. Dead. <laughs> they were basically were all killed by Crake. Yeah. Uh, which was just badass. Yeah, yeah. I was sad to see Barbecue die. Yeah. I thought he might be the and, one that survived. And then Snake Eyes and his ninja clan, the ninja force. Yeah. All those guys, not Snake Eyes, but the Ninja Force, pretty right. much. All but one, I think, uh, Bushido or something. They all get taken out. Yep, all of them were killed. And uh, that sets up for the Snake Eyes series. Yeah. And then we have also uh, basically a meeting of the minds for the Cobra story that's in here. Mm-hmm. Basically laying out the fact the that, work of it, yeah. that, hey, we need a new leader. We need a new leader. And, and we're going to pick it. Whoever kills the most Joes is going to be the Cobra yep. commander. And we had a little bit of Crystal Ball in here who is just a creepy motherfucker. Creepy, creepy guy, yeah. <laughs> so that was really cool, uh, and that continued in Cobra War number 1, which was what was cool was at the very end of it, all of a sudden um, uh, Serpentor shows up. And they've made Serpentor kind of cool because he's just this shaman, holy man who yeah. who they just think is bad And that's shit. from Cobra, the story G.I. Joe Cobra. Right, G.I. Joe Cobra. So, um, so that was very cool. I, I really liked yeah, definitely, Cobra Civil War. Definitely pick up Civil War if you guys are reading that. That's, yeah. that's classic shit. Then we had G.I. Joe number one, which yeah, is the new that. series. Now, this has different incentive covers on it, too. Yes. And it says, uh, I have the Destro cover, obviously. It right. says, I am Destro, I am Cobra Commander. Because what they're looking for is the next Cobra Commander. Right. And I got all three. <laughs> I like that first page where they you get the guards carrying out the dead body of Cobra yeah, Commander. That was awesome. Well, this terrorists. was a buy for me. Buy. Yeah. 
Really it goes without saying. Really, yeah. Really, the new uh, GI Joe books. Well, what it's introducing is introducing all the characters who could potentially be right. Cobra Commander from the upper echelon of Cobra. Yep. And again, it goes through whoever you know kills the most Joes is going to get get to be Cobra Commander. Um, I did like the little belly cleavage of Scarlet. Scarlet that they showed that was nice. Fuck yeah, that's nice. I like I like the glowing red eyes of the guy that's presenting the whole contest thing. Yeah, yeah. That was creepy as hell. But yeah, the the belly shirt of Scarlet that was nice. And I liked how like uh, Cobra signals on their weapons. Now I like that. Yeah, I liked also how um, what was it? What was his name right here? Who started oh, getting into Scar- Scarlet? Duke Mainframe. Mainframe. Yeah. Um, Mainframe started is showing signs that he he kind of likes kinda, Scarlet. Yeah, kind of wants to hit on her because she's kind of hot. Yeah, and then uh, he, Duke goes, "She's into ninjas, bro. Are you a ninja?" Yeah, and he goes, "Sure, I'm a ninja. I could be a ninja. <laughs> a ninja online, I think." Online, yeah. And I like the fact that there's a poster in here, so yeah, you know, whatever. Which was the actual ended up being the actual incentive cover too, right? And it, if you have you know kids which, or you want to, which take I got that, poster I got that on too. Wall, I mean, it, yeah. you got a poster. It's double sided. Yeah, the other side was shows like all the, the different covers that are going to be there. Cobra, right? Or is it nine or twelve? There's nine. Yeah, the nine characters who could be Cobra Commander. Yep. Or on the other side, it's the incentive cover with you know Duke pistol drawn. So yep. that's pretty cool. And we had uh, what was it, Blackout or whatever his name was. That he showed up. He's the guy that killed Bazooka. Yeah, yeah. A long yeah. time ago, and he he's showed, working for the Baroness. He's working for the Baroness, and he took out a bunch of Joes, but he also got injured himself. Yeah. Um, and it was just very cool. And, and here we see Helix, and with uh, General Hawk here, but she doesn't acknowledge him as being Hawk. Yeah, which I thought was pretty. And cool. at the very end, we see Snake Eyes. Yeah, and he looks like he's going to go. Or not him. Snake Eyes, Storm Shadow. Shadow. Man. Yeah, you get those two confused. I know because <laughs> it's a snake, the Cobra. Yeah, I get you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Storm Shadow, and he looks like he's going to go start attacking the the Joe base, the pit. Yeah, because someone actually snuck in to the Joe base, which I assume might be Zartan. Um, I but think that might be Zartan dressed up as Hawk. As Hawk. Since uh, he sneaks in Helix's, uh, and he stabs the guy in the back of the neck with a knife. Yeah, since uh, Helix's radar didn't go off. Or yeah. Um, yeah, Helix knows that that wasn't Hawk. There was some, She just knows it wasn't Hawk. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden, he sh- this guy, whoever it is... Stabs the the uh, tech guy in the back of the neck. It looks like sparks. He turns off. Yeah, he turns off all of the different stuff, so they're technologically blind. And then they're like, so you can get Storm Shadow in. Yeah, yeah, he's like, that's the perfect medium for mayhem. And then we see Storm Shadow, who looks totally badass. Oh yeah, totally. Awesome art on this too. This was uh, Chuck Dixon wrote it, and then Javier Salteras did the art. Good, yeah, very good art. So and then we have. Uh, Snake Eyes number one, which yeah. was written by Chuck Dixon and drawn by some guy named Robert Atkins. And then there's flashback sequences that were drawn by Augustin Padilla, who we've seen before, too. Yeah. Um, and and Robert, Robert does really good art in this one. He shines oh, my God. This is fun, fun first, first page alone, Snake Eyes on the Mountain. Yeah, that's pretty badass. Oh, my God. I was like, okay, this is awesome. It's a good story. You got Snake Eyes, Helix, uh, Iceberg, and Alpine. Alpine, I love Alpine. Yeah, and they're climbing the face of a mountain in the snow. And we get some flashbacks to Snake Eyes, where it kind of gives you a recap in case you didn't get Civil War number zero mm-hmm. of like all the Ninja Force were killed, and Snake Eyes is basically making his mission to go after because he seems Whoever to know who, him, yeah. he seems to know who did it because there was a symbol cover carved into one of the kills. Yeah, so. Just really, really cool. Uh, they're breaking into a base, and they figure out a way to do it. 
and we get a flashback as to who we think or who Snake Eyes thinks it is. Yeah, it's really cool considering Snake Eyes is a character who doesn't talk, yet we could do a whole story with around him, him around yeah. him, and which I think is very cool. Um, I love this whole harpoon that gets shot at Helix, and Snake Eyes like jumps in and yeah, yeah blo- stabs the stabs guy. The guy. Yeah, oh my god, cool, yeah. it was awesome. And the reason they opened the door, I like the part, uh, I guess Alpine had some carpenters on his iPod. Yeah. And they play it, and the guys come out, the guards come out to check yeah. it. And he goes, uh, Iceberg goes, man, you're the you're the whitest black guy I know. <laughs> exactly. He has the carpenters on your iPod. That was pretty funny. That's funny, yeah. So, um, yeah, this for me... Definitely good art, definitely good story, solid buy. Snake Eyes for me was the total buyout, all 17. It's really good, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, I can't debate that. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it was just an awesome story. It would have been Cobra Civil War number zero until I read this one. Yeah, and I was like, oh my god, this this is awesome. The art was awesome. Of the books we cover, yeah, I'll give another uh, shout out to a book that we don't cover, Flashpoint. Okay, well, that can go into our uh, ammo dump. We could dump that. Yeah. All right, so uh, yeah, Flashpoint number I, one. I am digging Flashpoint number one. You you recommended it to me, and I'm like, ah, fuck a Flashbook. <laughs> and I read it, and I really, really dig it because it's kind of an, an Elseworlds what yeah. if kind of story. Yeah, you don't really have to know much about DC continuity. If you do, yeah, it, it helps. You get more. Yeah, because we open up with the Flash, Barry Allen, his mom's back, uh, who was dead. Yeah. Batman is not Batman. Spoilers here. It's yeah. his dad, Thomas it's Wayne. Thomas Wayne here. Bruce and the wife died. Yeah. Instead. Martha. Yeah. And basically, this Batman is not afraid of killing. I like that part. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like the Superman is actually Cyborg. Right. And he's Well, like, he, he's the, the main Superman hero. Yeah. There is, a, to, there is a Superman in this He's universe. trying to get the bad guys and good guys to work together. Yeah. To try to well help the bad guys aren't the bad guys in this universe. The bad some of the bad guys are actually yeah, heroes. Well, the, the former. Yeah. He's trying to put together a Justice League to a go against citizen, a group of you know other heroes. Yeah, vigilantes and such. Because uh, Aquaman and Wonder Woman are taking over. Yeah, they've already conquered Europe. Yeah, and they're looking to conquer more, and they're right. battling each other. So he's trying to bring all the heroes together. But in this universe, some of the heroes are what we know as villains, uh, and there's. A hero known as Citizen Cold, and he's the big hero. Captain Cold, yeah. Yeah, he's basic Captain Cold, but he's the big hero of like Keystone and and um, Central City and stuff like that. Right. Instead of the Flash, the he Flash, yeah. he actually has the Citizen Cold Museum and stuff like that. Yeah, instead of the Flash Museum, right? Uh, and you were saying also, there's a rumor out there that after Flashpoint is over, DC's going to reset all its titles to number one. Right. So that intrigues me a lot. Right. I don't see them doing it. They, they I, probably won't, but I it'd can't be great. see it. It'd be awesome if they did. I honestly think it'd be awesome. As much Maybe as I they did it for like a year, <clears throat> yeah. As much as I like DC continuity, as much as I love the DC history, if they just said "fuck it," we're starting at number one. This whole world, nothing happened before it, and we're starting the universes, the whole universe over again. This is a great jumping on point for anybody. I'd be like, "fuck yeah, let's go on, let's, 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 do, it. let's yeah. do it, let's do it." If you're gonna, if if you have the actual balls to do it, I'm on. Yeah, let's do I'm it. I'm on board, even if it's. Temporary, like you're gonna do it, Let's but do it. they can't do it temporary as far as it being like a shtick. It has to be like part of the story somehow. That's what I'm saying. If it's a year long story, and yeah. it does that, and and then it eventually gets and it back, back to it. Yeah, then yeah, I that, could see that. But. Yeah, I could be on board with that. 
But I would I would be more on board if they actually had the balls enough to yeah. Don't reprint a number one issue of everything and then next month go back to regular. Right. Don't fuck me in the ass like right. that. Right. If they had the actual balls to actually just say we're starting at square one again. Wow. I'd be like, oh my wow. god. Yeah. I'd be I might be a little pissed because I know so much of DC history and everything's out the window and all this books you bought were for nothing. But but if they have the balls to do it, I'm in. I'm on board. Nice. <laughs> I might actually pick up every DC book that comes out. In the DC universe, Jesus, not every DC book. There's a lot of to call in and be a guest host on <laughs> DC Noise, right? Exactly. Right in the fourth. All right. Well, let's uh, let's go into the Kung Fu Grip, and actually, this time we actually have a special guest to do the Kung Fu Grip toy review. We're going to have uh, Robert Atkins come on back on the show here. So uh, let's go ahead and get into the Kung Fu Grip. I'm in. Kung Fu Grip. Hello. Hello. Sorry for the delay. No, that's all right. <laughs> it's kind of been a weird day. Yeah, same here. Well, we recorded uh, the commentary, and then we recorded uh, episode 27, which actually is going to come out before the commentary. Uh-huh. And then Chuck was like, well, i got to pick up the check for my wife at 3. So I was like, okay. So that's when I texted you and said, hey, we're going to be leaving for a little bit. Yeah, and then he, here he contacted her while we were out, and he goes, "Oh, I don't." Have, and then he didn't have to pick it up, but he didn't mention that to me. <laughs> so then we stopped at Toys R Us. I go, "What are we doing here?" And he goes, "Oh, I don't have to pick up the check for my wife." I'm like, "Okay." So we go into Toys R Us. Well, I got a text message that said we didn't have to. Yeah, pick. and then he goes, "Well, where do you, where do you want to go for?" I said, "Well, we might as well get some lunch while we're out." I said, "Like, okay, so where do you want to go for lunch?" He goes, "Well, there's a Sonic by my house, and we were already by his house." Yeah, he didn't tell me it was another. 15, 20 minutes to get out to the Sonic. It's not 15 or 20 minutes. Dude, it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like the first Sonic they opened around our Well, and then to give you an idea, that makes it almost like half an hour to 40 minutes from my yeah. So we were driving back and everything Maybe else, and Chuck wow. drives like a woman. So Wow. <laughs> He's totally just said that. <laughs> I know. I can't believe it. Um, and we are recording, so. Just <laughs> okay, cool. But uh, um, my, my son might pop in occasionally. I'm uh, that's usually cool. usually in the afternoons when I work. He uh, like I pick him up from uh, his preschool and he kind of hangs out in my studio as I work. And it's usually not the most productive time for me because he is four. <laughs> but uh, so but he's watching some Batman: Brave and the Bold right now. Let's keep okay. nice. Well, we'll watch what we say then. <laughs> but uh, hey, uh, we just read that Snake Eyes number one, dude. Good job with that. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah, no, I was really happy with how it came out. I think um, there was this hack artist on it, though. I... <laughs> <laughs> hey, I want. Hey, hey, I want to tell Juan you said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it was awesome. Though. Yeah, it was a really good story. Uh, really, really, really nice to look at too. Yeah, no, it was. Um, it, usually, each project I start, um, just for just as an artist, like kind of for whatever reason, like it. You know, you're always trying to make the next project better, or the next issue better than the one you did before. But um, I just kind of come off of it's one way I haven't gotten like tired of working on GI Joe's that I have had a chance to go off and do like a fill in at Marvel or something else right. real quick. Right. And so whenever I jump back on Joe, I'm always like really excited about it, and that usually comes through like with each project. So I hope it. Yeah. You know, and then just over the years, you try and get better, and and I think with this project, it's really. Well, stuff gonna, that, I'm, that I'm proud of. So. Yeah, I was going to say, well, especially probably with where this whole story stuff is going for Civil War, or the Cobra Civil yeah. War, you know, that has to make it kind of exciting to draw. So it's like, because it seems like it's, so far, it seems like it's been a pretty intense story, so. 
Yeah, it's it's gotten a lot of buzz. I think the concept is really solid. You know, enough to build. You know, all these issues on. It's a yeah. really good. Uh, yeah, they, and they they had this figured out two or three years ago. Wow. That they were going to do this, and then it was actually supposed to be the second arc of Cobra. Nice. Okay. And then when they when they were like, "Wow, we're really sitting on a good idea," then they decided to push it back so that they could incorporate the entire line into it. And when they did that, then that left it open for them to do the Serpentor arc because that that wasn't initially planned. Okay. Yeah, they. It, I mean, we actually did pick Snake Eyes as our. Uh, we had 17 books that we covered because we were really behind on issues, and uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we actually did pick uh, Snake Eyes as like our overall best pick out of all the issues. So, cool. Oh, that's good to hear, man. Yeah, yeah. and that's yeah, not is, and that's not because we know you. It's because it's we, just a really good book. Yeah. <laughs> but this is like, in fact, I probably dropped it a few points. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> like I don't know, Robert drew this. Maybe we should. Yeah. <laughs> This is the first uh, major episode we recorded after Super Show. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and no, I listened to that. It was fun to hear you guys on the road. And yeah, unfortunately, a lot of that got lost. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, because on we the were, way back. Yeah, on the way back we were recording, and we recorded like a good half hour, forty Five minutes, minutes, something yeah. like that. And then when I went to go play it back, it was like all garbled except for the part where we were at the gas station. Stop for gas. Yeah. So. It, it must have been because it was raining too. So maybe with yeah. the rain and the the the, the 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 snow, not snow, but the rain and the the. <laughs> like there was snow. snow no, <laughs> the rain and the the tires on the road or something yeah. like that. Um, yeah. I don't know what happened, but it's all lost. I blame Chuck because he was in charge of the laptop. <laughs> I was holding it, so it's my fault. Right. <laughs> you guys, I swear, <laughs> it's so funny because when you guys picked me up, which thanks by the way, that was that really was awesome. Oh no problem. Um, but it's so funny, like the second you guys picked me up. You know, right? I was like, "Hi, Ryan. Hey, Chuck." And you guys immediately started arguing about something. <laughs> you know, I think it was just like us putting the luggage in the back of the, the car. Right. And I was like, "Man, this is just like an episode." And then, <laughs> and then the whole drive to Super Show was like an hour long episode, and I just kind of wanted to sit back and listen to you guys. I'm like, man, nice. I nice. feel like I should be drawing something. Because <laughs> well, that's we, like, you know, I draw and I listen to you guys. So. Well, we mentioned we mentioned on the episode too, but we had. Uh, uh, one guy, Anthony, who listens to the show, and he goes, comes up to me, and he he saw my uh, name tag thing, and he goes, "Oh, are you Ryan from Star Wars?" I go, "Yeah," and he's like, "Yeah, I listen to the show." And we start talking a little bit, and he goes, "I got to ask you a question." He goes, "Is Chuck really like that?" <laughs> he has no idea. No. <laughs> uh, he's like, because he thought maybe it was like a shtick or something like that for the show. I was like, no, no, no. It's he's really like that. So you know, quite quite honestly, I mean, some people have like their show personality, and some people have, you know, who they kind of are in real life. Like, right. If you listen to Uncanny X Cast, you know, like Rob. Oh, you know, yeah. He's always talking about how he's so you know introverted and he's not nearly as outgoing and stuff like that. Right. Or like uh. Vince B from Eleven O'clock Comics. Like you meet him in real life, and he hardly says a word. Yeah, you know what I mean. But then on the show, it sounds like he's leading the discussion, real talkative. So yeah, I kind of felt the same way when I was listening to your guys' show. Like Chuck, the way he like you know just interjects or you know has this, and that's the polite term for interrupt. Right, interrupt. But, yeah, <laughs> interjects. Yeah. But I was like, man, you're exactly like that. <laughs> like just the way you guys, your conversation like that possible. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> It's hilarious. Well, and then it was funny because we met um, some of the ETM guys, and we were talking. And then we met Rock, uh, one of our listeners, and we were all in a group. We were all talking and everything else. And I was trying to tell a story about something, 
And Chuck interrupted me, and Bill from ETM turns to me and he goes, he really does that to you, doesn't he? <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's not an act. <laughs> How hard would it be to play this character? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So, But well, if anybody could do it, I could do it. Right. Oh, that's true. <laughs> you could, you could, I, bet, I think you could pull it off. I might be able to. Right. He thinks, <laughs> thinks that highly of himself. A lot of practice. <laughs> years. Years of practice. Years. Right. But no, Super Show was an absolute blast. Um, yeah, it was just too short. Yeah. I, well, I, and I felt too like that would that would be a show I'd like to go as a fan. Oh yeah. You know, yeah, as, yeah, as opposed yeah. to setting because I felt like I completely missed out on uh, you know getting a chance to hang out as much as a lot of everybody else or going out to the breakfasts or the different you know meals and yeah. Uh, I just or even even being able to stay later at the uh, you know, uh, Third and Spruce stuff. You know, I just. I had to, I felt compelled. I, well, I had a lot of drawing to get done. Right. And as it was, I couldn't get to everything. I mean, have you guys listened to the last DC Noise? Like yeah, my, yeah, yeah, I did. Man, alive. Like, I'm like feeling like guilt trip the whole time. <laughs> I mean, they're like, they're like crucifying you and JK. I, I know. I know. They're like, if he's listening to it now, you better be working on it. I'm like, <laughs> actually, I'm, I'm working on Snake Eyes right now, but <laughs> I'll try and get to it as soon as I can. <laughs> what did he ask for? A disco collar Nightwing? No, that yeah. If it was Keith, he would. Micah was asking for. Um, well, at first he had like a three character commission, so it's a pretty big deal. It was going to be uh, Deadshot, Deathstroke, and Catman. You know, like from uh, Secret, Secret Six. Six yeah. yeah, yeah. So and then so he paid me like for half of the the commission at the show, and uh, as it got towards the end, I was realizing I wasn't going to get to it. He's like, okay, well, you know, just when you wrap it up, you can send it to me and I'll pay the rest, which is totally cool. I mean, yeah. I'm usually open for however, you know, the customer or client, you know, wants to deal with the payment. And then um, <laughs> then it was about a week later, two weeks later or something, but it was probably right after that, <laughs> that episode they recorded. He emails me, he's like, hey, have you had a chance to get to that? And I was like, no, my work schedule's been crazy. And he goes, well, how about you just do Deadshot instead of all three, and then we can call it square on the payment. And I was like... That works great. <laughs> it's going to get done a lot quicker that way. But right. Yeah, yeah. And then kind of last minute, I just realized that I'm going to get to go down to Heroes Con, which I didn't think I was going to be able to do. Oh, okay. oh cool, cool. Um, I was signed up, and, and I was you know as on the guest list and everything. but and So I have a table available, but I didn't know that I'd actually be able to go. So I know that Mike and Keith are going to be down there, so I'm like, oh, crap. Now I've really got to get it. <laughs> now you got a deadline, yeah. Here's, here's the no funny Here's the funny thing with that, too. So the other day I'm at work, and I had nothing to do, So, um, which is often the case. And I decided, <laughs> well, I'll just kind of go. I was listening to CGS, and they were talking about uh, art that, you know, they were talking about, um, what was it, Adam, Adam Hughes, yeah. about how yeah. he's, like, upping his prices now because he doesn't like the fact that people are flipping artwork and everything else. So right. I was like, just for the hell of it, I'll start looking up some artists, you know, on there and just kind of see what stuff's going for. So I looked up your name, of course, <laughs> and I found one piece that's selling for $500. Really? Yeah. You're like, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> no one's bought it yet, but... Yeah. It's a, it, was, <laughs> it was a snake It's eyes. clearly not, yeah. not worth that, but yeah. <laughs> it was like a snake eyes that supposedly you did for a t-shirt or something like that for a store. Oh, yeah, that... Okay, I know I know that piece you're talking about. Yeah. Like, when, when I... Uh, um. Well, the funny thing about my name, if you ever look it up, like 
Google or eBay or something, you have to put comics. Yeah. Yeah. I found that out because I got a bunch of uh, diet books. Diet books, yeah. (laughs) Um, No, a lot of what I, you know, just I'm always interested. So periodically I might kind of look just so I, because like Brian was saying on that show, it's a way to gauge. Sure. Really charging or is it worth it to people? You know, Um, I was doing, I had a smaller sketchbook that I, this one guy, said, hey, if I buy 10 of these sketchbooks and you do a head sketch in it, what would you charge? And I'm like, okay, well, this guy obviously doesn't like my art so much. He wants 10 copies for right. himself. Yeah. <laughs> so I knew he was going to be flipping it. And, you know, I think I charged you know, maybe like 10 or $20 a head sketch plus the price of the book. So yeah. it ended up being a fine deal for me, and I didn't spend a crazy amount of time on him. But he put them online. I was selling the books to him for $10, and I charged $10. And he was he put them online like the next week and sold them for like sixty dollars a piece. I was like, oh wow! Oh. And then so he sold all of those, so he made you know a quick profit. And then he came back and he's like, hey, can I get ten more? And I was like, sure. They're thirty dollars a piece now for the head sketch. It's you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, all right. So he bought those and then put them up. And then he sold most of them. Occasionally, you might still find one, uh, but I think he kind of like flooded the market. Yeah, you know. There's not that many people out there clamoring to get my stuff. Yeah. Well, and then the other one that I came across, this is, the, and this is why I'm even bringing it up because it just cracked me up since you were talking about conventions. The other one I came across was a Secret Invasion cover. It was a blank sketch cover where uh-huh. you drew snake eyes as a scroll. <laughs> right. And the, <laughs> yeah. guy, the guy's selling it for, I think, like 150 or something like that. Yeah, something 125, 125. And, uh, and he put on in the description. Uh, a rare Robert Atkins sketch. He doesn't often attend conventions, and when he does, he's swamped with sketches. Now, I believe he's swamped with sketches because I know you do get, you know, quite a few people <laughs> on your artwork. But I was like, really? He's rarely at conventions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just ask my wife. Like she's getting sick of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I think it was uh, two years ago. I did fourteen conventions in the year. Yeah. yeah. I was just was- say. I was going to say, because I actually listened to uh, uh, one of your early episodes with, on the Dark on City, and I think yeah. you mentioned something like 15, somewhere between 15 and 20 conventions you did in one year. Yeah, it was, it was. I, th- I did like 14 conventions, and I think I did three store signings, you know, so I was gone like 17 times that year. It was, yeah. So through the summer, it was, you know, I might, I'd be gone two weekends in a row, then I'd skip a week, be gone the next weekend. It was crazy. Yeah. And then since then, I like, I totally... Did, did too much and my wife was like you need to stay home and <laughs> so that's actually why i didn't think i'd get to go to heroes con yeah and then um i was like well hey look i found this really great deal for uh this kind of beach resort <laughs> in north carolina like hey maybe we could go to the show that's cool and then and then uh you know early next week we're going to the beach so well that's cool as long um, as you take the uh, life and kids with you you make a vacation out of it yeah i mean yeah so especially my son he's oh, yeah. getting uh, he's getting older, super excited about everything cool, and um, with the comics and toys and all sure. that. So, as soon as he's old enough to really be able to come with me and enjoy himself, and I don't have to worry about him like wandering around. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll bring him to every show I can. Like he'll love it. Yeah. Nice. So, um, are you gonna bring him like into the show for like a little bit at least, or? Oh, for here he'll probably sit with me for most of the show, but. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because it was last yeah last year at Heroes. I mean, he was only three years old then, right. and he played behind my table for a good amount of time. He just played with his uh, superheroes, and he had a um, one of those 
kind of cheapo lightsabers. They, oh, yeah. you know, only cost a few bucks, whatever. Right. And uh, he was whacking everybody with that thing. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he had a good time. So. Nice. Now, you said you had some story about the, the figures or something like that with your son? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, um, people don't know. So, Ryan, thank you very much. Like, he gave me a couple figures at the show to give to my son, Connor, because uh, – Usually when I come back from the conventions, you know, I give him at least one or two of those uh, DC Universe figures. And he's got a, and I guess it's a testament to how many shows I actually do. He's got like over 40 of those things. <laughs> and then he's, it's actually bigger than my collection. I think I only have like 30 some. So we have some duplicates, but we, we try and keep it, you know, like build our collection together. But anyway, we didn't have the two that you gave me, which was a Joker and I forget the name of the. It was like uh, a Sinestro Corps member, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, my phone's ringing. Yep, it's gonna... That's fine. Um, but so it, so then what I was able to do was I came home and, and that figure you gave me was super creepy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it oh, had no. like, it had a, a guy with three heads and it wasn't like three heads side by side. It was three heads on top of each other. Stacked so on so each it was like, yeah. yeah, three freaky heads <laughs> in a row. <laughs> and then the other where you could change out that head and put another head and arms on was just a gigantic, like... Like a leech uh, head or something. Like yeah, that. leech mouth. Like, <laughs> just a huge mouth with teeth, had no eyes or anything. So it was just like this worm head, you know? And I was like, this is creepy stuff. And <laughs> so then what I did was I also had uh, the Green Lantern figures that came with the two heads, with, like, the broccoli head guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fish head guy. So, like, you get one actual body and then these two options for heads for good right. guys. So my son Connor loved the broccoli head guy. Like he, it just cracks him up. So <laughs> that's like one of his favorite Green Lanterns now. Nice. So we, we popped that head on and gave it to him. And I was sitting around with this fish head Green Lantern. I'm like, man, I'd love to put get an extra body to put this on. Right. But I didn't know where I could get the body for. So then we took the yellow lantern you gave me, mm-hmm. and I just like broke his head off. And or no, I, I, it came off. So it I just, snaps I, off, yeah. But I had the uh, Sinestro Green Lantern from the Walmart 5-pack. Oh, okay. So I snapped his head off because it didn't pop off. I just, like, broke it off. Then I super glued that Sinestro head on the yellow body. And then I took the fish head Green Lantern and <laughs> super glued that on Sinestro's old body. Nice. <laughs> nice. So now I've got a fish head Green Lantern I really like, and I've got a yellow Sinestro, which I know you can buy, but this kind of sure worked out all right. And uh, and Connor's got his broccoli head Green Lantern, and we both play with Sinestro. Nice. Yeah, now you're a toy customizer. <laughs> I think so. Like I didn't realize how fun it could be. I'm like, snap, oh yeah. <laughs> so instead of selling your catches and commissions, you should sell custom toys by Robert Atkins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, except it's so funny how many of our action figures – I end up super gluing because they've been broken or whatever. Because because we really play with them. Like we oh, don't. Yeah, yeah. Them. yeah. I, I fixed many of toys with super glue or uh, Loctite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so many of our characters are starting to lose mobility. <laughs> like, they're going to become statues by the time we're nice, done. Nice, nice. Yeah, and then uh, I actually have this in front of me now because I know you mentioned the Stell figure. Uh, yeah. The build a figure. And Here, let, me, uh, let me grab mine just real yeah. quick. All right. So, so I got, yeah, I've got mine. Like. For the most part, I let my son play with just about all my toys, but this is, this is like one of them I don't. <laughs> he is too cool. Like I was gonna say, this one's too, too cool, cool for him to play with. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's a couple. Like I've got, 
I'm super close to having my Kilowog and Arkillo oh, okay. you know, built. Um, I've actually got the pieces. I've got like the Watcher and that Shark Man for the legs for Arkillo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and those are the only pieces I haven't snapped on yet. Okay. But because I was going to give those to my son first and then snag the pieces out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I just haven't had you know a chance to give it to him like a reason besides. Man, it's so easy to spoil my kid with superheroes. Oh sure. And I don't want him to take it for granted, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like I have to pace it out, but then I'm sitting here waiting for the parts I want. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will tell you for a fact, as long as I, I'm pretty sure you'll be okay because my parents spoiled me rotten and I still appreciated everything I got. So so it is possible to spoil your kids like crazy, but still have them learn values. So, <laughs> or uh, school's going to be over pretty soon, so you maybe give him one for you know passing the next grade or going to yeah, school. Yeah, no, he, you know, he uh, does he yeah, because he starts kindergarten. Yeah, so he'll start kindergarten next year. Well, for graduating preschool, you give him a figure. <laughs> I know, but it's like, you know, um, I did. Let's see, I, I did C two E two, then Joe Con, and then Super Show within a month and a half. <laughs> So all of a sudden he got toys for all that. And then he's got, um, you know, if I give him one for end of school year, then we're going to Heroes Con and his birthday's two days late or like oh, a week later. He's pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> so, man, he's gotten so many figures and he's going to have, so, he's going to have like a dozen more figures. You know, yeah, you might want to hold off then. <laughs> hey, what about this? Uh, let me ask you this. Are you going to go take him to go see Kung Fu Panda too? Um, yeah, maybe we've gone to a couple movies so far and he's done all right there. So yeah, we might go check that out. Yeah, because I think this weekend, uh, me and my wife were actually contemplating taking our three-year-old to go see Kung Fu Panda 2. It'll be his first time in a theater, so we don't yeah. know, we don't know exactly how he's going to react and how he's going to be okay with sitting there for a while. Right. But he's, I mean, he's really fond of the Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, no, I think especially if they're interested in it. Like, obviously every kid's different, but we took my son Connor when he was when he was three, and. Uh, he saw like that Tangled, that Disney Tangled movie. Yeah, so, okay. and he did yeah. fine. You know, it wasn't even a character that he was super excited about, but he he did good. That's so, cool. and I think that's the age if it's a age appropriate movie. You know, that they can sit and right. Be yeah, because Grandma's gonna watch the two year old while we take the three year old to go see Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, no, that'd be cool. That'd yeah. be a lot of fun. But yeah, with with this uh, figure, the th- first thing I, I had said to Chuck about him when I showed, it, I was like, it reminded me very much of the old classic Rock'em Sock'em Robots. It is actually just the kind of the general proportions and stuff. And then Mario Cat made them to good guys, and then they beat them up, the big guy. Oh, that's awesome! And then he runs away. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for the update. <laughs> <laughs> they beat him up. So, yeah, he's, he's basically he creates these huge stories and he like plays them all out with all yeah. these characters, and then he comes and reports and tells me what happened. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Like, keep it up. Way to go. Well, maybe he'll be a commentator. Yeah, something. Or, he should be doing something. Or what he could do is when he gets older, he can write, and hopefully you're still drawing. You guys could be like a father-son duo. I know. I'm really hoping like I can teach him to ink and then my daughter to color and then <laughs> get my wife to write stories, and then we could just you know just create books on our own. There you go. Nice. And then I could pay my kids in Twixes and, and until they're like Twixes and Snickers. Yeah. <laughs> they won't have any teeth, but I'll be loaded. <laughs> I know. But, okay, uh, yeah. Sorry, we keep getting off topic. No, no I do want to talk. We don't about have a topic. <laughs> yeah. No, I do want to talk about the stealth figure because this was actually the very first one where I bought the entire wave oh, wow. to to make sure I could you know I had each each figure to put the I, piece together. Because right. I was starting to look at other build figures and, you know, they go for $40, 60 oh, even yeah. $100 um, on eBay or whatever. And I was like, even if I wanted to buy the parts separately, 
Well, by the time you pay for the parts separately and shipping, you're shipping. Yeah, it's, right. It's the same thing, if not more. You know, to, right. to piece it together yourself. So yeah, because like, if I'm going to be Bane. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. There's a lot of really good ones. You know, yeah. uh, for this one, there was a couple of the um, of the Green Lanterns I wanted anyway. Right. So I was like, well, chances are I'd buy those anyway. I can get a better deal if I buy them you as know, the whole wave. And it was Black Lightning, and that guy can do, and I don't remember the other girl, but there was two boys and one girl, <laughs> and they got them back. And okay. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. And then Black Lightning. Um, Shazam. Black Lightning got two. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, this is how my afternoons go. It's that's basically what? I kinda I work and then he get he reports and <laughs> That's what I do to no, my wife too. I go I come down, I'm like, You wouldn't believe what I just came up with. <laughs> Let me tell you the story I just did with my action figures. <laughs> <laughs> well oh so okay, so with the with the Stell stuff, so this was, yeah, the first the first wave I got, because I just kind of figured it's about the same price. Uh, you know, if I think, if the Stell would have cost me 60 bucks, which I think is pretty average, you know, for a build yeah. figure, then the, this entire wave is only costing me 40 right? Yeah. So if I thought of it that way, then then I had two or three of those figures that I didn't want, Yeah. you know, so I could either eBay those or give them to my brother or whatever. I mean, now you're making money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. And so, I mean, and and I get to, you know, keep the figure or whatever. So, but yeah, the, but, the articulation on this thing is like ridiculous. Like, yeah, it's and it's actually more articulate than uh, some of the other build figures for sure. Oh yeah, big time. I was showing Chuck because I didn't even realize it, but like his ankles actually like twist in swivel. and out yeah. rather than just going backwards and forwards. And they swivel. Yeah, yeah, they do. It, you know, and he's got those kind of hip those ball joints for the hip a little yeah. bit. And I actually wish that for so many reasons, I wish Marvel had better designs for their figures, but they kind of have those hip, you know, those ball hip joints. Yeah. And it's not distracting on him because of those, uh, at the top of his legs, those armored, armored armor sizes, yeah. yeah. Covers it up, you yep. know, so. Plus it helps that he's a robot. So that, you know, yeah. Yeah, you can get away with some of that stuff. Exactly. And then I like how he has the, the shoulder, shoulder pads. pads. Yeah. So that covers up the shoulder ball joint and everything. Yeah. But the only thing the only thing is his feet are enormous, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which just kind of makes well, him look more balanced. Yeah, but I don't yeah, they pretty much have to because he's so <clears throat> But I do I do like him better than what I've seen of some of the other uh stealth figures. There's gonna be one that's coming out from just the Green Lantern wave. It's not out yet. It's going to be out in the next oh, really? couple months. But it, it kind of looks like this figure, but smaller scale. And uh-huh. he looks a little, I don't know, maybe beefier looking. Yeah. So I like this because he looks a lot more streamlined. Yeah, and then yeah. they're doing one. Uh, it's already out in three and three quarter inch size, but I'm sure it's going to come out in six inch size also. A stealth figure from the movie. And that looks nothing like the comic book version and looks nothing oh, like this version. Mm. It's so horrendous looking. <laughs> I was going to ask you, as you guys know a lot more about this character than I do, is he accurate as opposed to this coloring? Yeah. he's. Yeah, I'd say so. I, I've, I haven't seen him. I mean, he's he's been in and out of the books as far as the ones I've read. I haven't kept up on, like, the the core 
Yeah, I was going to say he was in the core book recently because they actually went back to his home planet because, um, and that was actually a cool story. It was like um, Ganthit as a Green Lantern. I want to say Guy Gardner and Uh Jon Stewart and everything. They went back and here it was like Cyborg Superman had overtaken the entire planet. Oh, cool. What story? Who's who's uh, writing and drawing that? Because that, that would really interest me. I love those characters. I couldn't. I don't know off the top of my head. I could probably send you a message later to let you know which one yeah. it was, what issues it yeah. was and everything, um, and what who was doing it. Mm-hmm. But it was cool because, yeah, Stell did play a part in that. And, uh, and yeah, he looks pretty accurate for compared to the um, – yeah, you know, I'm actually really happy with the amount of detail that's on him. Like, you oh, see, yeah. uh, for him to, you know, look mechanical, um, especially like in his neck, like if you look at his neck, all the, you see all the kind of hydraulics and pistons, and that, and that carries out through like his outer legs yeah. and around his abdomen, even like on his inner forearm, you know, that kind of yeah level of detail throughout. Um, I, yeah, I really love the look of them. I yeah, it's really cool. And then I like, I just like the the consistency with the color choices too, because there's two different tones of green. There's the black and the silver, and it's, and they use it in the right places to highlight certain things and everything else. Yeah, it looks pretty bad. And it's, uh, you know, um, you know, yours when you snapped them together, is he kind of loose or is he does he snap all like fit and snug? Mine's pretty loose except for his his right arm at the shoulder joint is a little more tight, but most of the figure is pretty loose. Oh, that's funny. It's exactly the same on mine too. Like the right arm is, you know, doesn't swivel, but yeah. like his hips and legs are just like almost loosey goosey, you know. Yeah. But the the great thing is and granted this could change over time is he doesn't have any problem like standing up straight or anything yeah like yeah not at all and you can even he's actually so posable it's almost to the extent i mean it's not the same level of a toy but it's almost as posable as like the you know the, the masterpiece optimus prime i have where oh, okay you know you can you can actually put him in pretty dynamic poses and he'll still be able to stand because i think again the size of the feet help with that but just the yeah. weight distribution you know seems pretty solid like some of the some of these figures are harder to stand or they don't have the articulation to be able yeah. to like really spread their legs out or, you know, you know, just kind of move them around and make really dynamic poses. And yeah. Stuff. The, the one that I have that, um, cause I have a lot of the build of figures. Um, the one that I have that is really bad for that type of stuff is the Giganta figure. Oh yeah. So. I think I just have her leg. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, One leg. They're like long, sexy leg. And Laura, <laughs> my wife, Laura, was like, what's this from? And I was like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the, uh, a Barbie? Chuck gave that to yeah. me. That's what it looks like, yeah. yeah. He's like, Chuck gave that to me. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Let me ask you this question here. Uh, both fists are closed and clenched. How do you feel uh, about that? Um, You know, I don't, I don't mind so bad if it would... Especially with Green Lanterns, I would like if all the Green Lanterns had like one fist for the fist for where the ring is, and their other hand open, at least enough to hold the lantern. That's what I would like too. Um, but that's what I was getting at. Both hands are actually closed and clenched, so he couldn't hold anything like an accessory. Did he come with any accessories? No, 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 no. Yeah, it just has the build. Of, I don't. What is there any build of figures that do? It's usually um, just. Uh, Trigon came with okay. a trident. Kilobat came with a uh, Calabac came with a mace, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And then um, Dark Side came with uh, yeah. a removable glove. glove. You could, yeah. He had like this uh, anti-life glove or something like that that you could put 
in replace of his other of his regular fist, it's like Thanos's glove or something. Right. So, um, but yeah, most of them don't come with accessories necessarily. Well, I didn't know if he was being a lantern if he came with right. a lantern or not. He probably should have. You would think so, but I think uh, Kilowog didn't either. No, he didn't. Because a lot of people were saying it'd be nice if they came with like an an appropriately sized lantern yeah, that'd be bigger. Yeah. yeah, and that was the one thing because I have the Arkillo also, and but I have Arkillo also from the Blackest Night series uh, that was done by DC Direct, and that oh. one, that one's not as uh, that Arkillo from the Blackest Night series isn't as big, but right. he's still bigger than some of the other Blackest Night figures, and he does come with an oversized yellow lantern. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. Because I've got, I'm, I'm putting him together from the Build-A-Figure ones, and it's funny, I have Kilowog except his legs, and I have Arkillo Ar- except his arms. Okay. And uh, when my son Connor was like, well, how big is he going to be? And I was showing him, um, you know, I was like, I didn't snap him on, but I was holding Arkillo's legs up, so it was like Kilowog with yellow boots. Right. And, uh, <laughs> I'll look. I'll look to see if I have any arms for Arkillo. I don't think I do. Oh, I've already. I've already. I, I got him on eBay. Okay. I think that should be getting them pretty soon. Okay. It was. It was nice because I got them from the same nice. seller, so I was able to combine the shipping on it. And oh, that's that. cool. That's nice. Yeah, because uh, I know the one thing I have a ton of when it comes to Arkillo is I have a ton of his body because I. I got like four of the Manhunter figures, so I could have like an army oh. of Manhunters, and yeah. each one came with the body. And I'm like, okay, what am I gonna do with all these Arkillo bodies? <laughs> Man, I should have, I should have. I wish I'd known that. I would hit you up for it because yeah. I, I think I bought that separately. Okay. So I didn't even get the Manhunter. Yeah. If I ever have extra stuff, I'll I'll shoot you a message saying, hey, I got a spare of this. Do you need it? Yeah, I've actually got a box like a just a small priority box by my desk full of like legs and all <laughs> and we didn't know what to do with them so we were just putting them in prize packages yeah oh yeah no you, i mean because whether if somebody can use it great but if not you know they just right. throw it up on ebay and you can exactly. easily make like any depending on the character anywhere between five and twenty bucks for oh yeah part. now the, the one that i i it kills me because i would love to get it but it i just can't justify getting it is the next wave that comes out is going to be all the uh lantern figures of like uh, for DC uh, Classics, it's like uh, Flash as a Blue Lantern and oh, Hell yeah. as a White Lantern, all that. Well, I got all those from the DC Direct DC line. DC Direct, yeah. But the part that oh. the thing that kills me about it is the build a figure for that that wave is Anti Monitor. Oh right, that's right. And I'm like, oh, I would love to have an Anti Monitor, but there's no way like just buy them. I can't see buying all these figures because. I have them all in a yeah, version to like a four members or something. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. Well, there's a lot of those guys I do want. Like I want the flash, the blue flash for sure. And, yeah. and a few of the Hal Jordans. And, um, but I don't, I don't particularly, you know, if I, if I had the animator cool, but yeah, so maybe I could, we could totally trade on that. Yeah. We'll, t- we'll, we'll talk. <laughs> sounds good. We'll do business. So you guys good. are talking trade here. Cause, uh, <laughs> cause yeah, I'm, uh, I'm a huge fan of crisis and infinite earth. So, yeah, to yeah. have that figure would just be amazing. But now, let me ask you this question here: uh, Before we came on and we're talking here, you said that you went to the store. Did you, did you find anything <laughs> cool? Yeah, I, I totally racked it up. Um, nice. Like it was funny. Like right when you're like, "Hey, we're ready to record," I'm like, "Oh, I'm at Target buying toys." <laughs> yeah, what, what'd you get? I got a my son Connor. He was he was asking specifically for a Kit Fisto. And I'm like, it's awesome you even know who Kit Fisto is. Yeah, so cool. <laughs> I'm going to buy you um, because you know who it is. 
I know. Yeah, heck yeah. So we got one of those uh, blur, that Transformer blur. Okay, nice. And like that, that light blue one. Yeah, that's a good fit. And then, uh, uh, well, see, you know, the, like that line, it's weird. Some of those figures look like um, they have like the old kind of G1 faces, and then some yeah. look like they have the more movie faces. So anyone that looks like it isn't a movie face, I usually, you know, try and pick those up. So yeah, there's there's a separate line. There's the movie line, and then there's one that's in a red package that they're called Generations. If you look, it says Transformers Generations on them. And that's the ones where you find like blur and cup, cup and all that, all those. Oh yeah, yeah. And those look more. Those are based on the generation ones. I bought some of the War for Cybertron ones. Yeah, those are good too. Those are good. Those are those are the generations ones. Well, yeah. yeah. There's one the I really like the Voyager class ones. Like the I have I've been trying to find them. Can't find them. Like the what is it called? Grappler? No wait. Is it Grappler? It's like the. There's hoist and Grappler. Yeah, there is a Grappler. Yeah, I think the grappler one was one I wanted. There was like the the sea spray. Oh, yeah, sea spray. I got him. Yeah. I like yeah. that size. I really like that size the best. I do too. And then there's a couple others, but that's I think that's my favorite line of them yeah. that's coming out right now. And the, the funny thing with sea spray is I remember he was the, one of the little figures when I was a kid. When, yeah. <laughs> and I, and he was one of my favorites then too. And I was just like I was like oh that's cool they made him big. <laughs> yeah, I actually thought about getting that one. It looked pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, we went to uh, to Toys R Us. Yeah, another, yeah. And I ended up picking up a GI Joe Low Light. Oh man, I've heard so many good things about that figure. That, that figure is packed with so many accessories; it's ridiculous. <laughs> I saw him at the Joe Con. Him and let's oh, shoot, there was another one that was coming out. It might have been Breaker or like Doc or something like that. But um, that was just re- same thing. Like just the design was nice and just packed with stuff. Yeah, this is yeah. the first time I've seen this figure in the store retail, so I'm like, yeah, I want it. <laughs> Snag. <laughs> exactly. Well, I hate to cut it short, but uh, yeah, we have a little bit of a hard stop, so. Yeah, we got. I got to get going too, but yeah. Um, Good catch. Yeah, just give give me another holler. I'd love to come on and yeah, definitely and, uh, review some stuff. So yeah, we'll probably nice. put this yeah. on uh, on our episode 27, which is going to be a really long episode, so that'll be good for your drawing purposes. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, work on manicures or, or, I mean, uh, Mike's commission. Yeah. <laughs> and, I uh, gotta get around to that. That's... Yeah. But, when, uh, when you have time, take your time. But yeah, next time, uh, next time we record, I'll let you know in advance again and, and hopefully we can coordinate something. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah. yeah not a problem. Thanks, Thanks for coming again. on. Take care, man. Good catching up. All right. Bye bye. All right, so uh, one last thing. This is gonna be a long episode, yeah, but our, our fans are gonna love it. So yeah, we had a top five. List. We had a top five list to do. So uh, let's get into our battle files. Battle files. All right. So what we had for battle files was it was suggested uh, from a long time ago. Uh, so we're trying to get through some of the old top five lists that people had suggested. Yeah, as the top five sidekicks. Right. So. All right, so uh, do you want to go ahead with your number five? Yeah, before I do number five, I had a couple of honorable mentions that I wanted to put on the list, but I didn't. I bumped for some reason or another. Okay. Uh, Bucky. Okay. I, I bumped Bucky, uh, Captain America. Wow. Sidekick. I bumped him. And uh, one of my favorites uh, I like and my kids like is uh, Patrick Starr. Okay. It's, it's the sidekick of SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, Christ. So Patrick <laughs> Starr is the sidekick of SpongeBob SquarePants. I really tried to work him on the list. 
but there were so many others, and SpongeBob was going on for a long time. I, so I, mean, I some continuity there. I would have totally bitch slapped you. I honorable. Bitch. <laughs> uh, but number five for me is going to be Orko, the sidekick Christ. of Adam and Hina. What a lean fucking sidekick! Shut up. He's awful. Do you have Snarf on your list too? I do not. Because <laughs> that's the only thing worse. <laughs> go ahead, go. Or you want to say anything else about Orko? I love him. Go. Okay. Magician. Court magician, fool. Uh, On his planet of Trala, he was the most powerful wizard. Happy for him. I'm just saying. <laughs> Fucking sucks. <laughs> Shut up. Um, you know you loved him. No, I didn't. I yeah. had the figure. But there you go. That's love. No, it's not. It's, it was bought for me. <laughs> um, my number five was Bucky. Nah, I, um, I bumped Bucky to put Orko on. That was a fucking mistake, big time. <laughs> so, uh, Bucky, uh, James Buchanan Barnes was his actual name. First appeared in Captain America Comics number one of March 1941. He was also known as the Winter Soldier at one point, and he's been the newest Captain America. Yeah, um, often th- masterpiece <clears throat> behind the ammo dump. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was also... Uh, that's a little joke for those that listen to CGS. Um, there's been multiple Buckies, though. There was also uh, Jack Monroe was Bucky for a little while, and he eventually became known as Nomad. Exactly. Um, and then there was also Rebecca Ricky Barnes, uh, which was when Captain America started as Volume 2. It was the Reborn okay. stuff. Uh, they did... Uh, Hero, it was Heroes Reborn stuff. She was the uh, Captain America. She has come over to... Um, our universe since then, mm-hmm. and then there are a couple other Buckies that were out there. Fred Davis was a Bucky. I, I don't, I'm not that familiar with that character. Rick Jones was a Bucky at one time, which you should be familiar with. Rick Jones in the Marvel universe, he was the guy that uh, Bruce Banner saved on the exp- uh, test site that caused him, oh, him to, to be the gamma rays, yeah, be yeah, the yeah, Hulk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Rick Jones has been an ongoing character in the Marvel universe ever since then. He had ties with uh, Captain Marvel and everything else. And then there was a Lamar Hoskins that was a Bucky at one time. Uh, but the main Bucky that I like is uh, James Buchanan, the Winter Soldier. Yeah. So, so that was my my Bucky. Uh, number four for me ties into the eighties properties, which is uh, Luigi, oh, sidekick Christ. of Mario. Oh Christ, dude! Mario and Luigi. I mean, you think of uh, the Super Mario. Brothers. But I don't consider him a sidekick. You don't? No. Is he? He's not. It's he's the A list. It's the Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, but it's Mario and Luigi. Mario. So you can't. It's not called Super Mario Brother. It's called Super Mario Brothers. He's not a main guy. He's a sidekick. He's he's the main guy. He's a sidekick. He's up there with Mario. He's a sidekick. No, he's not. I see him as a sidekick. He's not. He's like the thinner, taller version of Mario, where he's green instead of red. Right. He's in all the Mario games with Mario. Right. Because it's called Super Mario Brothers. But he's a sidekick. Let's face it. Because they're the Mario Brothers. It's Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. It's Mario That's their names. and Luigi. That's their names. Yeah. But. This is Super Mario Brothers. It's, he's they're, a sidekick. They're a duo. He's a sidekick. They're a duo. You want to take a poll? I don't want your poll. <laughs> You're going to get it. Um, number four. <clears throat> number four. Uh, Speedy. Oh, okay. Roy yeah. Harper. Yeah. Who's also been known as Arsenal. And Red And Red uh, he, red, 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 red Arrow. Red Arrow. He first appeared in More Fun Comics, Put the beer uh, down. number seventy-three, November nineteen forty-one. So he's been around for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he appeared as Arsenal in uh, New Titans, number ninety-nine. He was addicted to smack. Yes, he was. And then he appeared as Red Arrow in Justice League America, Volume Two, number seven. Then he like lose his arm. <clears throat> yes, he lost his arm. He has a mechanical arm right now. He's been appearing in Titans comics right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also been a replacement Speedy since he's left, which is Mia Dearden. Yeah. 
She first appeared in Green Arrow Volume 3, Number 2 in 2001. She's got the AIDS. And she appeared as Speedy in Green Arrow Volume 3, Number 44. So it was a watch. Like, she appeared really yeah. early on, but it took like 42 issues before she actually took on the name of Speedy. Yes, she has AIDS. HIV she, positive. She was, yes, she's HIV positive. She was hooker. a hooker. She was a hooker at one time. Yeah, I love it. So. <laughs> she's one of my favorite characters. Ever. <laughs> Ever. So. Uh, she's a hooker with an AIDS. And I like both versions, actually. I like Roy Harper, but I like Mira Dearden as well. Yeah. So. Yeah, so it's a good. So I like Speedy. Yeah. Um, I went off radar with number three, just totally off. Because you haven't gone off radar so far. Never before. <laughs> I went Dr. Watson from Sherlock Holmes. Oh, Christ. Just, that's a sidekick. I agree. I agree. But Jesus I Christ, a popular sidekick. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if that's what they were going for. But okay. <laughs> How can you not get a that's Sherlock fine. Holmes and Watson? Sure, that's fine. You I, I agree. He's a sidekick. Okay. Yeah. I think you're. I think Sir you've pretty much Arthur been off Conan the radar Doyle. this whole time. So Arthur Conan Doyle. Yeah, Arthur Conan Doyle. Let's go sidekick. I don't, I don't think. I don't think you've been on the radar for any of your picks so far. Baker Street. Let's go. <laughs> your honorable mention of Bucky's the only one that has been on the radar. <laughs> That's kind of... He's not on the radar. All right, go ahead. When I think sidekicks, I don't think of Orko. I do. Go ahead. I know you do, evidently. Number three for you. Number three uh, for me was Aqualad. Are you doing DC noise no, today? I'm, what no, are you doing? Pretty much. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, pretty much most of mine are DC, yeah. Yeah. Except for number five. You've got nothing. Go. But mine are on the radar, at least. Go ahead. Um, so Aqu- Aqualad. Aqualad was Garth. He, just Garth. Garth Wayne. <laughs> yeah, he goes like Madonna. It's Garth. it's Garth. He appeared in Adventure Comics number two sixty nine, February of nineteen sixty. So he's been I think around for Wayne a while. Wayne Campbell is always in Garth. <clears throat> he Algar. He eventually became known as Tempest. Okay. Uh, in Tempest number two, December of nineteen ninety six. So you have to explain all your characters. No one knows who these. people I'm giving are. them a history because people know Luigi. Right. People know Doctor Watson. Well, where did he? Where did Luigi first appear? Uh, in Super Mario Brothers. No, in Mario Brothers. Right. The video game. Yeah. So, I'm giving a little bit of history. Go ahead. I did some homework for. Then there were Super Mario Brothers, then and Mario then Brothers Two. Then the new Aqualad is known as Jackson Hyde because these are these are characters. They have real names. They take the same role as the same. There's an Aqualad character, right? Okay, I like both. All right. I like this, and the new Aqualad appeared in Brightest Day number four mm-hmm. in June of 2010. And he's on the uh, Young Justice cartoon. Yes, and he's very cool on both. So he's prevalent. Today. Yeah. So okay. Um, but I do like Tempest a little bit more. I am pissed that they killed him. Yeah. And for Blackest Night, but uh, I don't know if they'll ever bring him back. Maybe. But, but we'll see. So uh, your number it two is DC uh, Chewbacca. Okay. <laughs> Great sidekick of Han Solo. Again, I just don't view him as a sidekick. I do. I view him as, as Han Solo's partner. Not partner, partner, but... <laughs> Not life partner? Not life... Well, he kind of is because it's a life debt that he owes to him. Yeah. But I, I, I just He's view... He's a sidekick. I just Han view Solo. them as partners. Because Chewie's it's the one... It's the same way that R2-D2 is a sidekick <clears throat> of C-3PO. No, he's not. He's a little... No, sidekick. he's not. Yes, he is. If anything, C-3PO is R2-D2's sidekick. Don't get sidekick. me started on this again, but you know you're wrong. <laughs> no, you're wrong. No, you're wrong. No, you're, wrong. <laughs> you're going by height. <laughs> yes. You're like, you're like R2-D2's shorter, so he's the sidekick. He's the sidekick. It's no. Common knowledge. <laughs> no. Well, Chewbacca's taller, but he's a sidekick. I don't consider him a sidekick. I do. Chewbacca's the pilot. I don't consider him a main character. Sure, he is. yeah, he is. No, he ain't. Yeah, he is. No, there's there's lists of main characters in Star Wars. And Chewbacca is a B-list character. Oh no, he's not. Yes, he is. He's, he's not a main character. He's the main core. 
If you what? Are you? you go Luke, Han, Leia. That's the main character. No, stop. Darth Vader. Three people: R two D two and Chewbacca. Those six. B list. Those six. You got to put Obi Wan Kenobi on the B list. Okay, I'll, no, I'll put Obi Wan Kenobi in the no, main. No, no, no. You, you said it. Han, Luke, Leia, Darth Vader. A. No, no, A. no, A. Chewbacca. Oh, a. dude, so many people are going to be so pissed at you right now. Not that the B characters are che- bad. Chewbacca is is an A list character. Yeah. Everybody knows who Chewbacca is. Right, but he's B. No. B-list characters A1, A, B, A1 and A2 B-list characters are characters that are known by name but maybe I'm using the wrong really words them. maybe I'm using the wrong words or wrong term to define these characters but when you think of the top Chewbacca's the top, in there top four Chewbacca's in there the top four in Star Wars give me the top four because I just said them <laughs> Luke, Leia Han Solo and Darth Vader the top and- Four. And everybody, he's if, not going to crack if you, that. If you went on the street and said, "Name me a bunch of Star Wars characters," I guarantee you, people are well, going to sure. If you go uh, name me some uh, He-Man characters, somebody's going to say Orko. It's not going to be the top guy. No one's going to name Orko. He's one of the most popular characters. I'm telling you, I can go on the street right now and pick someone and say, "Name me Star Wars character." I guarantee you, Chewbacca's going to come up. He won't be the first one. Well, no. It might be for some people. Might be for some people. Well, we're not going to interview homeless guys. (laughs) But I'm going to tell you right now. I picked that same person randomly off the street. They probably don't know who the fuck Orko is. Yeah, I bet they do. No, they don't. They're not going to mention. If I say name Master of the Universe characters first, they're going to say what's Master of the Universe. Well, you guys say He-Man. Then they're He-Man. They're going to say He-Man or no? They're going to say He-Man. You don't say Orko yourself. They're going to say He-Man and Skeletor. Chewbacca, B-list. Chewbacca is not B-list. He's not. He's the pilot. He's the mechanic. He he will rip your arms off, dude. He's the sidekick to Han. He's Solo. not the sidekick. Yes, he is. He's not a sidekick. Number two for you. Number two for me is Batgirl. A sidekick? Yes. How is she a sidekick to who? She ran with Batman. She was a sidekick to Batman for a long time. When the sidekick to when Batman. Robin when Robin left when Robin left yeah Batgirl t- stepped in as his sidekick. I don't see that at all. It, right now, she's a main character. It's a fact. She, she. I'm not saying it's not a fact, <laughs> but right now in today's age okay. and today's present, so, she has her own book. So is Red Robin right now. She has her so, own book. Right. So I'm is not Red saying, Robin, but she's not an. Robin had his own book too. Right, but that didn't work. So shut the fuck up. You don't know what the hell you're talking didn't about. Work out for him you don't know what you're talking. about. Yeah, it did. It lasted for 180 some issues. Where's he at now? He's now Red Robin. Where's he at now? He's Red Robin. He's got his own book. Right. So, what's your argument? Well, the original Robin Grayson, didn't he become Nightwing? He became Batman. There it is. <laughs> Promotion. Right. Where's Nightwing at now? Nightwing's Batman right now. Where's Nightwing? Nightwing is Batman. Where's Nightwing? He stopped being There you go. He stopped being We don't Nightwing. have any, do we? No, we don't. Go ahead. Because he went on to be... I don't have Nightwing on my list. Good, you shouldn't. Because he, he wasn't a sidekick. He doesn't exist anymore. He wasn't a sidekick. Retired. Nightwing was never a sidekick. The Nightwing character is retired. For now. That's all I'm saying. But what I'm saying is Nightwing was never a sidekick. I don't view Batgirl as a sidekick, I guess. But I guess she She was. Be. I guess, yeah. She was. In the history of it all. That's what yeah. I'm saying. All right. At times she was. My number one is Robin. Well, well, can I say what my... Go ahead. Who the... Barbara Gordon. Barbara Gordon, Stephanie Cassandra Brown. Kane, and Stephanie Brown. I don't Brown. view Cassandra Kane as Batgirl. You never read her. I don't She like was it. awesome, dude. She was a ninja lesbian. She, she's not a lesbian. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. She's not a lesbian. Who's the one that's a lesbian now? The Batwoman. That's Batwoman. Oh, never mind. Go ahead. That's Kathy Kane. Yeah, I don't like that. Why? I don't like the you, book. You don't like lesbians? No, I love lesbians. <laughs> we got a lot in common. But <laughs> no, I just don't like the. the no, Cassandra book. Kane. You've never read. 
She she came from the League of Assassins. She was raised a little girl to rip people's throats out and stuff. You would have liked her. I probably would have liked her. <laughs> she, I'm, I'm digging. I dig the Barbara Gordon one. Right. Uh, so Stephanie, she became Oracle. Right. I'm digging the Stephanie, Stephanie Brown. Brown. Very cool. So I would probably like the other one. Okay. Right. Stands the reason. Okay. And then last one. Top one was mine Robin. was the same Robin. Right. Yeah. How do you not? Dick how, Grayson. How can you not put Robin as He's like the one? most popular sidekick. Now, I will tell you. And they made him wear a hair. My choice as far as Robin. As far as what who I consider Damien? me no who I consider the best Robin Tim Crazy. Drake really yes he wow. was a far better Robin wow I like Dick Grayson better as a character I would say Dick Grayson because he's the original he's the original yeah but I think a better Robin was Tim Drake wow what do you base that on the, I based on Costume? the fact I based on the fact that he, he had 180 <laughs> some 180 some issues of a book about just him but who was Robin longer <laughs> Grayson no Tim Drake. No, because he was he Robin became Nightwing. in the, like, the fucking 30s, okay. 40s and shit. Okay, but, it, yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. 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 Still, Tim Drake was... I a, like the little Damien bitch Tim, Robin, too. Yeah, I do, too. Snot nose. Well, person. I was just going to say, there, there's there been actually several Robins. Oh, yeah, there's been there was that, yeah. There was Dick Grayson, yeah. then there was Jason Todd. Jason Todd, yeah. Then there was Tim Drake. Yeah. And then for a brief period of time, there was actually Stephanie like, Brown. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very brief time. And then there was Damien Al Ghul, yeah. which is the current one. Um, I like, uh, and, he's, and he's known as Damian Wayne, Wayne. now, yeah. but he was Damian Al Ghul at first when he first appeared as a baby. Yeah, because so. that's his mom. Right. Well, yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, I actually think that Tim Drake was the better Robin. Dick Grayson I like as better as a character, overall character, because he went from Robin <laughs> to Nightwing and now he's Batman. Right. So I like him as a character better than Tim Drake. I like... If we're just going strictly, but I don't like, like I don't like pixie boots. I always and see my short Robin. Shorts. I always see my Robin and, and how I vision my Robin. Like I vision my Jesus. No, <laughs> I, I vision him as as uh, Grayson. See, I don't. But if we're just going to what we like, I like Jason Todd. No, I don't. I like the fucked up one. <laughs> I know you do. You, like, the, yeah, yeah, you I, like the fucked I, up. I want to kill everybody. Right. Fuck this. Why are you not holding? Why are you holding back? They need to. F- after seeing the Red Hood... They need to fix the Red and, Hood. Yeah. Did oh, you yeah. see what they did to him? No. They have him with the cone head. The cone, yeah, that's, that's and, fucked up. Right? And the cape and the, yeah, the jagged yeah, symbol on his yeah, chest. They need to go back to the biker helmet, right. the leather jacket, the jeans, and the white t-shirt with the twin guns. Yeah. That's the Red that's Hood. That's Jason Todd. That's Jason Todd Red Hood. Yeah, that's You need to go need. back to that. I need a figure of that. Yeah. Oh, I Most too. wanted figure, that's it. Yeah, that, me too. I need that figure. I need it made. Yeah. They haven't made After it reading a little bit about what happened to that dude and yeah. the whole cartoon, yeah. Batman Under it's the awesome. Red Hood, that's, that's my favorite. Yeah, but Tim Drake, is fuck. Tim Drake for me is my favorite Robin. I love him now as Red Robin, yeah. but my traditional Robin, like when I think of Robin now... They've almost pushed him to the side. <clears throat> no, he's got his own book right now. No, I mean... In the- because he's making his... Here's the thing. He's making his own identity just like Nightwing did. Right, exactly. So, so in the, he's in becoming Batman, his own hero. In in the Batman book, so I'm saying, they've kind of... He's been showing up lately. Yeah, but they've kind of sided him. They've been actually looking at him as more of like a peer that you bring in now. Exactly. Like they did with Nightwing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Which I like. Because now uh, you have Bruce as the Batman and right. kind of doing it out. And then you have the, the, the Dick, who's... The, the Dick. Dick Grayson, who's... Yeah, the, the Dick. And then you have him and Damien, who are Batman and Robin. Yeah. And Bruce is Bruce Batman. Right. And those guys are more together, I guess, working. So and then I, they bring Red Robin in. I need I need them to go back to. I know Bruce is I Batman. Know, yeah. Dick even, is even, Night, even if you Dick have, is Nightwing. 
Tim. Even if you have Damien be continue to be Robin. I'm fine with Father, that. Father, son. I'm I mean, fine with that. I'm fine with that. Right. I like the fact that that Dick is the only one that can handle Damien, though. Yeah. That's kind of funny. If What if they took Bruce... I know they would never do this, but... Well, I didn't think they'd kill him either, but fuck, what do I know? Right. <laughs> if they took him away from being Batman, he goes, yeah, I'm not going to do Batman anymore. I'll be retired. I'd be okay with that. Maybe make him Nightwing. What do you think no, about that? No, 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 no. Like, he takes on a second. No, like, fuck that. Take this persona for, no. like, a half a series or a short miniseries. No, because I, I want this Nightwing. I want the one with the black suit with the blue and the, the blue V and everything half, else. Half a nine chucks with no, no yeah, chain. I, I don't... I don't need. Um, I know. I'm just saying. What I don't need Bruce wearing. I know. I know you. Want that, <laughs> I know you want that character to come back. Sure. That's one of your favorite characters. But I would be okay if if Dick was Batman and mm-hmm. Bruce took on the mentor role like he does for Batman Beyond. Like Batman Beyond, where he's the older guy, he can't I'd, do anymore. Yet. That would be fine. Yeah, I'd like that. Then you kind of just there'd be a lot of people lose their mind. Fuck yeah, they would. But I'd be okay with that. I'd be fine with that. Who would you want to see as the Nightwing though? I don't need someone as Nightwing then. Never? They're not just going to bring him back? Just, that's it? Yeah, I'm Done fine with it. that. Wow. That was Dick Grayson's character. That was wow. who he was. Wow. Now he's Batman. What if they promoted uh, Red Robin to Nightwing? No, I like him as Red Robin. Do you? Yeah. You view it as a demotion or a promotion? Neither. Ooh. I, feel like, real I feel, I feel like... Had a real movement. I feel like... I feel like... <laughs> what if Damien grew up and became Nightwing? Okay. I can deal with that. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because then he's taking on that identity of the guy that was mentoring him. So that would be cool. That's good. Maybe they should do but that. But Red Robin, I feel like... Who would be, like, be, be Robin then? I don't know. We'll find a new one. Ooh. They're always finding a new one. That's true. Um, Maybe they're street urgent. <laughs> but Short round. I've, yeah, there you go. <laughs> you call him Batman, lady. <laughs> yeah. You call him Dr. Batman. Dr. Batman. Dr. Wayne. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Hang on, lady. We're going for a ride. <laughs> um, that's the show, folks. <laughs> but no, I would like... I would like Red Robin to stay Red Robin because that's like his identity now. It's been a while. Yeah. yeah. It, it has been so. A while, so. All right. So that's everything we had. This is a long episode, but hey. Enjoy. We haven't done an episode in a while, so fuck it. There you go. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's go ahead and close. Uh, give our information. You can find us at starjoes.com. We're all over the internet. You can find us on the comicforums.com. Please join us there, and you can talk with us pretty much every day. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Find us on Facebook and Twitter. You can iTunes iTunes, please leave us a review. You, please. Uh, we do have a review to cover next time. I didn't copy it down, but we did have like one or two reviews that came up. Awesome. Thanks, guys. So, uh, Unless we'll, you hated us, then fuck you. <laughs> no, they liked no. us. All right, awesome. So, uh, so we'll cover those next time. Woo! And, uh, or one of the times. Next time we cover issues, next we'll, we we'll cover issues. that. And then... Um, and yeah. let us know what you think about the new comic format. Yeah. Um, do you like too us much, too little? Do you like us just talking about the issues rather than talking about everything that happened in the issue? Yeah, um, I enjoyed we tried it. Tried to scale it because I know we enjoyed it. I don't have to write as much. <laughs> less work for us, right? It's less work for us, but we get to banter a little bit more. Yeah, so, so that's cool. But yeah, so uh, let's know. That's the phone number for the voice. Yes, four four zero nine four one Joes J O E S, and uh, yeah. Give us a call. Especially call us if you're drunk. We'd enjoy that. Yeah, it'll be fun. We'll have a lot of fun with that. So uh, with that, we'll go ahead and close by saying the force will be with you. Because knowing us is half the battle. Take care, guys. Later. In today's story, I sure was busy. Boy, did that hurt. Ramming things may look like fun, but it really isn't. Trying to use your head the way I do is not only dangerous, <laughs> it's dumb. I mean, you could get hurt badly. 
So listen to Rami. Play safely, and when you use your head, use it the way it was meant to be used. To think. <laughs> Until later. So long. <laughs>